Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble on this good morning, my brothers and sisters, for our 35th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine afternoon, evening, or night, maybe a morning, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the West Virginia Mountaineer and Missionary, living in the grassland deserts Grassland, grassless deserts of Brazil, Lucas Ham Swisher. With me, the co- Mortal Kombat master who performs fatalities on fake news and spoilers 24 7, Patrick Novacell. Oh, before I go ahead, uh, Ronnie, you go ahead. Um, I'm not recording. Fantastic. Also Great. with us. Might have to do it all over again. This is for real. I'm not recording. All right. But let's carry on anyways. Are you serious you're not recording? No, I'm not serious. I'm recording. (laughs) (laughs) Also with us, our bleeping bathroom apologist that bruises like a peach and is authoring an upcoming book called Warm Seats, a.k.a. The Endgame of Public Restrooms, Ronnie Johantis. Hello, all. And our final member of the GMG quadfecta, the man with music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, La Coretta in his stomach, our sweetie Cherry Blossom, and Shug, the Swedish Billy Mays, Mark Boucher. <laughs> Good evening to you all. <laughs> Did you just call me Swedish Billy Mays? <laughs> right past him. <laughs> I most certainly call it, did call you Swedish Billy Mays, my friend. And don't you ever forget it. It's German Billy Mays. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, welcome. I I'm sure you've already shut the show down. <laughs> <laughs> it was your first and last time. If it's not your first time, well, welcome back. You really earned this uh, this opening of the podcast. <laughs> to start things out, or to continue, uh, it's time for we're just going to jump right into GMG Community Cornery. Whether it's a Fackler frenzy, semi-professionally made haiku. Putting you in stitches with dad jokes or a random question from our community members, we have listeners too special not to share. And this week, I wanted to share from one of our very first non-MTTG-associated and original Discord members, Ashley Michelle Ingram. Woohoo! Like me, she is an American not living in the U.S. of A., and she currently hails from Scotland, I think for the past 10 or more years now, if I'm remembering correctly. Also, she's a manager of a... Um, some sort of transponster company, I think, in What's Scotland. That's not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> she used to work the graveyard shift, but now she's a manager and she's running the show over there. She's up. moving. We should all do our best Scottish impression before we move along. Okay, you start. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna lay it Got out there. You gotta lead the way, buddy. <laughs> I was thinking of a theme from like Braveheart, but now I'm laughing, so I can't even do it. <laughs> Don't freeze up like you did last time when you were supposed to do an impression. Yeah, do I got to go first for real? Yeah, you brought it up, so you got to lead the lead the way. Hmm. Yep, I got nothing. 
<laughs> I, mean, I assumed I, I assumed that I was going to still throw the suggestion out, so then you guys were going to do it. And I was just going to bail at the end. The only oh, thing I friend. can think of is a uh, is a Sir Robin of Loxley. There you go. <laughs> Are they from Scotland? Sir Robin of Loxley. It's like the Scottish Robin Hood. Robin Hood's in Scotland now. That is new information. Aye, laddie, you've got to give it a bit of a ring like this. That was close to Irish. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Same island. Well, they say all that kind of stuff, so. They say all that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you don't say laddie in it, then you're not going to find the right intonation when you do it. Yep. All I can think of is is Mike Myers on SNL when he did. It's like if it's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> uh, I guess it's my turn. All I can think of is Ducktales, so I'm gonna try to do my best impression Scrooge impersonation McDuck. of Scrooge McDuck. Huey, Dewey, and Lee, what are you doing over there? Let's get him, get him with the guns. I don't know what I'm talking about because you don't use guns with Ducktales. You're, you're borderline Woo! Australian right now. Yeah, I am right now. Right? I've got my, I've got my uh, nationalities messed up. So none of us can do it. Awesome. Sounds nope. great. Fair enough. That's fair. I was just trying to steer the show off the actual topic. Yeah, you did a good job. So back to Ashley Michelle Ingram. She's a very active member on our Discord. A huge nerd like the rest of us, and helps us get to know each other on the More You Know channel. Oh, and she also shares about the cakes that she bakes for her friends. So a few weeks ago, she bombarded us with a bunch of dad jokes, and I wanted to read a few of them for your laughing pleasure. So, why do dogs float in the water? Because they're good boys. Boobies. Hey. Good buoys. I said boys instead of the actual joke. Next one. I love oh. the way the earth rotates. It really makes my day. <laughs> Such a good start. <laughs> What did the nut say when it was chasing the other nut? I'm a cashew. Uh, I'm a cashew real fast. Grumble. All right. Grumble. I'm a cashew Uh, outside. Cashew outside. Uh, I just made some cinnamon rolls like grammar used to make. Get that took it. me a second. I just That's made funny. some synonym rolls like grammar used to make. Uh, I was like, you know cinnamon, th- cinnamon rolls? Like grammar. What are you talking about? Cin- and then I was like, synonym. Did you guys know the first French fry wasn't cooked in France? It was in Greece. Yeah. And a bonus one. This is modified from one that she posted. Why was the dog worthy to hold Milnor or Meow Meow? I don't know. He was a Labrador. Hey! <laughs> oh! All right. I knew it! <laughs> I knew it. Uh, with that, I'm not even going to try to do the Scottish accent anymore. I'm done. Nope. With that, let's get into what's new news, sharing any and all personal and or public info that got our attention this week. So I wanted to start with Mark, but then I thought, Patrick, you go ahead. Well, uh, before I go, Ronnie, why don't you go ahead? Well, um, I would, but I think Mark should go ahead. You know, that'd be a great idea, but Lucas, I, I think you should really go ahead. 
Oh, nice of you. Yeah, Lucas, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would go ahead, but I really, I really feel like I should go with my original choice. Patrick, you should go ahead. All right, I'm going to take one for the team. But before, before I do, Ronnie, go ahead. <clears throat> I would, honestly, but I'm not ready. So, Mark, you go ahead. Yeah, I second that. Mark, go ahead. I third that. Go ahead real fast. Well, fourth. I I do not fourth Speed that. Racer. Speed Racer fast. Go. No. Go ahead. No. Nothing's ever going to get done on this show now that that joke happened. Yep. That is, that is <laughs> Thanks correct. a lot, guys. <laughs> it's an endless time loop. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead because everybody yeah, Mark, else is being you an go idiot. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> you're all idiots, but you're my idiots, and I love you very much. Um, but uh, honestly, this week was kind of light. Uh, it's very much status quo type stuff. Um, honestly, the biggest thing was I'm feeling kind of tired right now, and that's because I did something I haven't done in a very long time, and that is stay up until two in the morning playing video games, and so. Last Spring night, bake, woohoo! Woo! Except woo! I had to go to work in the morning, woo! Um, so no spring break for me. But yeah, basically last night, like a bunch of my friends just came on. Like you know, I started playing with Apex Legends with Sheldor, and then Patrick jumped in. And he was in the chat, and then eventually he started playing with us, and then Lucas joined in, and then he started playing. Fallout 76 with Sheldor, and then Gabe jumped on, and then, which if you don't know who Gabe is, Gabe is on the Married to the Games podcast, and he jumped on, and we started playing Apex, and then we developed a bad case of one more itis. Oh man, right? (laughs) It was like, it was midnight, and uh, we were all about to get off. Then Gabe jumps on, we're like, all right, we'll play a couple with him. (laughs) Just one more. Yeah. And then 2 a.m. hit. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, guys, I, I got to go. Um, and I, I very much needed the large coffee by the morning. So it, it hit me really hard. And it's been hitting me really hard all day, even with the large coffee I got. So, yeah. I mean, that was pretty much the extent of my week. Other than that, everything else was pretty much status quo. Nothing Nothing too out of the ordinary. Well, I guess the one thing that's sort of the out of the ordinary, I guess, is the fact that um, I've had to make several trips to the chiropractor mm. because I've had really bad neck pain, like excru- excruciatingly bad neck pain. Um, and which, I mean, going to the chiropractor always feels good to like get your neck and your back cracked. And then they also have like, massage therapy and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. That's real um, nice. I miss the chiropractics. Uh, uh-huh. They don't have that in Brazil. It's all about acupuncture. Oh, gosh. That is, that is all. I, and that does not sound enticing whatsoever. No. Me with a bunch of needles. I'm Sounds terrible. not into that. My, um, my family was actually talking to me because they see another chiropractor. And uh, they were like, oh, yeah, he... Uh, he made me feel better in like three visits and he did uh dry needling therapy. I'm like, what dry needling? What is that? 
And I was like, is that like acupuncture? And my sister was like, yeah, it's acupuncture on steroids. And I'm like, I don't like acupuncture on normal. Why would I want it on steroids? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that's been an interesting experience. Um, Man, dry needling sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the worst name for anything. Any kind of thing followed by needling sounds bad. <laughs> um but uh the funny thing was today like i had my my appointment and they do this thing it's like uh electro stimulus therapy where they have those like little uh little suction cup things that they put on your neck and your back and it pulses elect like electricity um waves into your muscles and all that kind of fun stuff um and and you know they did that it's normally supposed to go for like 10 minutes so um, I'm laying there on this table, which is not comfortable at all. Um, you would think, you know, they'd want you to be in a comfortable position when they're cracking your neck and back. But no, it's like one of those chairs with like, uh, it's got the little space to put your face in. And those things are always so uncomfortable. And they're like pushing up against my face. And like, I feel like somebody's got like a like an iron up against my face or something. Like it's so flat. Um, <laughs> um, that's the best way I can describe it. But yeah, I'm sitting there and I do the electroshock therapy and, um, then it turns off and I'm like, okay, so the doctor's going to come in in a moment and take all the, the stem, uh, suction cup things off. Well, 10 minutes go by and then 20 minutes go by. And then 30 minutes go by. And and granted, it is not easy to just get up and take these things off of you. Like, it's this big, long cord with these electro-stim ch- suction cup things. And so I can't just get up and say, hey, I'm done. Um, so, you know, I'm just sitting there laying flat on my face on this table for a good 40 minutes. Whoa. And 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 then all of a sudden one of the uh doctor's assistants comes in and she's like, Well, have you been in here a while? Has it been done? I'm like Yeah. <laughs> what? So there's just like uh forget about you? Like Yeah, right, they forgot about me. Someone went on a smoke break and then just left. <laughs> oh, sorry, we went to lunch. Uh, we so what do they do with the whole electro like shock therapy? Like what it what it it kind of feels like these little pulse waves that are that are basically stimulating your muscles. Um, it's it's sort of therapy to kind of get them to to loosen up, the muscles to loosen up. I guess was that uh, happening for the whole time where they forgot about you? No, thankfully it was only because it was only <laughs> set for that would suck. Uh, it was only for ten minutes, so it turns off. You know, it's on a timer, so it turns off, and you know, I'm just sitting there. Doing nothing. You have to have um, like your shirt off for this adventure. Thankfully, no. Uh, but I do <laughs> I have. I would have fallen asleep. Yep, <laughs> I would have been. I'd have been gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like especially after minutes. like what happened last night with playing video games till two in the morning. Uh, if it had not been for the fact that this stupid uh, table thing was like pushing up against my face and it was so uncomfortable, um, I probably would have fallen asleep. But I did not, and. Finally, they came in like, oh, hey, has it been done for a while? I'm like, yeah. 
And she's wow. like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And they finally, uh, they finally, you know, took the stuff off of me and I was able to leave. But I ended up being an hour late coming back to work. Because I, I normally have an hour lunch break. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just be gone on my lunch break and then I'll go back to work and it'll be fine. Uh, but no, I got back an hour late. <laughs> um, Jeez. Because of that. Oops. Yeah. So other than that, it's pretty much a standard week. And like I said on the gaming front, lots of Apex Legends. Um, although I am excited. I guess it's not this week, but next week. Um, the game Rage 2 comes out. Um, which I'm excited for because it looks very Borderlands-esque. Um, yeah, it does. And it, and it basically will scratch the itch until... Uh, until Borderlands 3 comes out. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's definitely got that Borderlands Mad Max look and feel to it. Yep, and plus the gameplay to me looks looks pretty fun. Um, so I'm excited to play it. So that'll be out next week, but I'll probably bounce right back to um, right back to Apex Legends. Oh, and I jumped into Over, Overwatch as well um, on Monday night for Custom Match Monday with Mr. Lem. Um which I was getting kind of frustrated with at the beginning, just because like I, I'll play Overwatch and then I'll put it down for a while, and then I'm like, oh well, my friends are all on playing Overwatch, so I'll jump, I'll go ahead and jump on because they're there, and you know the first few games we played it was like five or six games we played, we I was just sucking it up, um, I was not doing well, and I was getting so frustrated, I was like. Man, uh, I'm just not having fun with this. And then finally, we kind of just sort of turned a corner. And I was like, okay, I'm enjoying this now. Um, and I, I'm glad I stuck it out. Plus, it's good to be with... Just good to have the hang. It's good to yeah, be with friends. for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. So, I'm glad I stuck it out. But, yeah, it was mostly Apex and a little bit of Overwatch. So, Patrick, how was your week? Good morning. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just like Mark said, up till 2 a.m. last night, and I am dragging today. I got up, so I went to bed at 2 a.m. last night. And I woke up at 5 30 because I needed to, I just couldn't sleep. So I woke up and just started working. And I worked until 5 today. So, and I, I'm dead. I'm absolutely dead. Even though, even though I usually stay up till 2 a.m. playing games, it was just because I got up two hours earlier than I usually get up. So I'm a little tired today, but this past week, um, the only big thing that really happened, uh, is my daughter had her dance recital over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Dance off. Yeah. So she has, uh, she's been, da- uh, practicing since, uh, September of last year. And the recital, um, uh, was this past weekend and she does two dances. She does both hip hop and jazz. Um, so she does those two dances and, and I've, I think I've said it before, um, there's also a family dance. And I've done this for the past three years where um, moms, dads, grandparents, significant others can get up there and dance with their kids, um, either at, in the, at intermission or at the end of the dance. Um, it's gotten so big that there, you know, there's, there's 40, 50 people on the stage uh, at one time um, as, as the dances are going on. So... Yeah, so we uh, so we did that. I really enjoyed that. I uh, <laughs> every you, year there's did you do a, the worm? Yeah, every year there's a new there's a one move that the teachers make the parents do, uh, and this year they made us do the worm. It was yeah. the most yeah, and 
you know, some people are coordinated enough to do with the worm, and some people are not. And my dad had asked me, he's like, how are the other people doing the worm? And I was like, I have no idea. I have never done the worm before, so I'm only focused on myself. So uh, I don't, I don't, uh, they uh, video, uh, videoed it. So I had the video. I haven't posted it yet. Um, it was like, it was like 10 minutes long. I'm going to cut it to where only I am dancing. So um, I'll post that. But that was really fun. Uh, my daughter, she was sad that uh, dance was over, though, because she really enjoys uh, dancing and hanging out with her friends. So. Uh, but yeah, um, it was crazy. Uh, Sunday was absolutely crazy because we woke up, uh, went to church at nine, got out of church around 1145. Then I had to take my son over to my mom's house so I could go to my nephew's first communion. And I wasn't about to take my son there cause he was just been running around. I don't, I don't have to worry about that. So dropped him off there went to the first communion. After that was over, I went to go pick him up, picked up lunch came home we ate lunch and right after that we went to uh my daughter's recital and the recital is like three hours long uh there's there's like 20 27 28 dances each one like three minutes a piece plus the two family dances and then there's an intermission because it's so long um and then right after that we went over to uh my nieces uh they both they had their uh their twins and they had their birthday party. So I was gone from like 9 to 9 on Sunday. Um, it was insane. So that's, that's pretty much what happened. Crazy this, long day. Yeah, right? So I was I, once we got home, like kids are going to bed and daddy's sitting on the couch. Um, and then uh, I saw I saw Avengers Endgame uh, again. Again. So, uh, nice. And it was cool to see it, see it again because there was a lot of things that I missed um, when I saw it the first time. Some, some of the small like um, – dialogue and scenes that I was was focused on originally I focused on different parts of the scene so I could get more out of it um so that was cool to actually see that and I when I when we did our Avengers uh, Endgame spoiler cast I was misremembering lines like I thought it was this way um but then I watched it again I was like oh this is actually what happened it was kind of like I had like 75% of the scene right you know and uh so it was it was cool to see it again um so I saw that, and then other than that, I played video games. I pretty much played Mortal Kombat almost the entire week. I've been playing Mortal Kombat uh, for the past two weeks. Um, whenever I have pretty much time, I'm playing Mortal Kombat. And I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Tim Pollen uh, because when I, uh, when when the game came out and I started streaming. Uh, the story mode, the story mode was like five and a half hours long, and I booted it up and. Tim Pollan's there. And usually when people are hanging out and watching the stream and chatting it up, it's usually only for a little bit. Uh, but Tim Pollan saw the beginning of the story and he stayed all the way through to the end of the story. It was like nice. five and a half hours we hung out. And um, I told him, I was like, there's there's pretty much no, no stopping. And he said to keep going. And he stuck with me. So that was pretty cool. So nice. big shout out to him for, for hanging out for five and a half hours. That was awesome. Shout out Tim. Yeah. Big Tim so, yeah, Pollen. I played that for a couple of weeks. And um, today I had two trophies left. And I finished those up and ended up getting the platinum on Very nice, Mortal Kombat. And How is that for you now? That is That was the 14th platinum that I've gotten so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was a grind ish 
kind of because I enjoy Mortal Kombat. I enjoy fighting games. So um, there are so many things you can unlock, so many skins and outfits and gear that you unlock um, and intros and finishers and all that stuff. So it, was, it wasn't really a grind uh, for me. Some people might think that way, but I enjoy it so much that it didn't feel like it. So um, I did a lot of, uh, of remote play on my phone. Um, some okay. of the, some of the, uh, like non fighting elements, like there's this crypt mode where you can walk around unlocked, uh, chests based on the in-game currency you gain when you're fighting. And, uh, so I used that and I would just, I would just run around in the crypt and unlock chests. So I did that when I was remote playing so I can get some trophies that way. So it wasn't like I was just sitting on my couch the entire time, uh, playing, uh, one V one, uh, kind of, kind of game. So so yeah, if you weren't uh, if you weren't sitting on your couch, where were you sitting while on your phone? Uh, I was either I was either at work um, using the work Wi-Fi to to do that, or I was just like if I was watching um, TV or a movie with my wife, you know, I'll just have it on um, and do a couple things here and there, you know. So cool. that's the power of remote play. That's pretty. It's pretty pretty sweet. Um, and then the other game I played. <laughs> uh, Based yeah. off of Lucas's suggestion, because of how easy the platinum was, was Conan Exiles, and I gotta tell you, Classic. that game was absolute trash. Garbage. <laughs> 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 uh, so you, he said, you, Lucas, you said it was about an hour of platinum, and it was. Yeah, yeah um, about an hour, hour and a half. But I played, I played, I played maybe. Were. Yeah, I played about two hours of the game. So the first half hour, I was actually running around you know, following the story, trying to do things. And I'm like, this is garbage. The combat <laughs> is terrible. It's clunky. The way you go through menus and oh, it was, it wasn't, there was a lot of building mechanics in it. I'm like, oh, you know, this is one of the reasons why I don't like fallout is because of all the building stuff. So I'm like, no, nope, I don't want to do this. So I started doing the, doing the platinum chase. And yeah, like you said, you just like turn on admin mode and you yep. just like, you just spawn anything you want. Yep. And whatever you spawned, you know, you just like, there's a button to kill all the things you spawned yep. and you get the trophies for it. Like, Hey, spawn this boss. And then you kill him with a button and then you get a trophy. That is it correct. Was, it it's was ridiculous. So, it was so stupid. I felt, I mean, it was like, it was like one of those platinums. It was the only platinum I've ever, other than like the walking dead games where you just play the game and you get the platinum. I felt like I cheated this one, but, uh, because you yeah, did. It, <laughs> uh, it was. I'm so glad. <laughs> I was, was going to say, though. if it's any consolation, I feel like you also cheated. <laughs> Good. Yes, it is no consolation at all. I appreciate it. Now you need to play. My name is Mayo, so you can feel the true. See now, if it was free, I'd play it. Of a trophy, but I'm know, not going right? to pay for a trophy. For um, anybody that doesn't know, My Name Is Mayo is a game where you literally just tap the screen or you tap your controller over and over again for about 45 minutes. You have to tap or X or the screen 10,000 times, I think it is. And then that's it. You get the man, platinum. that is a challenge. Oh, it is. Can't believe you did that. I know. Congrats, right? man. Twice. Congrats. That's huge. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, so I got the Conan uh, Platinum. So now I have 15 Platinums uh, this year. Um, I did up my Platinum to 19, 19 this year, so I only got four more. Um, I have three games in the pipeline that I know I'm going to buy this year and I'm going to platinum. Uh, so there's just one just sitting out there. I don't know what, what that's going to be. Um, so yeah. Um, and then also the last thing we, last thing I played was, uh, Lara Croft and the temple of Osiris, uh, played that. That's a new game. Lucas, me and you are playing. 
um, after we finished a way out about a month yeah, ago or so. Um, so we started that. That's like the isometric three fourths top down kind of thing. Um, and it's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's fun, you know, playing co-op. Uh, if, if I had to play by myself, it probably wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. Um, you're, but you're actually and, the third time I've played it. Uh, I tried it once by myself, once with a guy that used to live, uh, near me, Paulo, mighty Paulo. I played it yeah. with him for a few missions and yeah, it's not as fun by yourself. So no, yeah. it's definitely more entertaining with others. So I think we're, we're about what? 20, 25% through. Oh, I think uh, we're more so than far. that. We're close Further to, than that? Wow. We're like 40%, okay. I would say. Okay. Yeah, in one, one session, so that's cool. Yeah. So looking forward to continuing that. So, yeah, that's been pretty much my week. How about you, Ronnie? What's up with you? Uh, two things. <clears throat> two things from your update. Number one, I'd like to thank Mr. Pollen for making me feel like crap. Because I don't Good. know if you guys have figured it out yet, our listeners. Good job, but Tim. I am the absolute worst at staying connected in any manner of social media or anything ever. I didn't even know this stream was even happening. Oh, maybe it was, spe- maybe, huh? maybe that was my fault. I'm not good at putting stuff out there. I just start playing and streaming. You know what? Sometimes I'd I don't love put it on to social somehow media. put this on you, but there's just no possible way. It's definitely on me. Like I am so <laughs> not connected. Like the connected, the connectivity that you see for me right now, is me trying harder. Otherwise, I'd be completely non-existent. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. I'm gonna have to agree with. Ronnie. Wait, hold on. So you have a Ronnie, Twitter account, right? You're the worst. I have a Twitter account, but every time I get on there, I have like 35 notifications, and I just scroll through them, and I'm like, man, there's no way I'm reading all these. <laughs> there's let's, just so let's much. Be there's so much. I'm just. Uh, if you at me on Discord. Normally, I will get that notification, and then I will respond within 48 hours. (laughs) So you're like a college professor. (laughs) No, I'm the worst about staying I like how you said normally within 48 hours. (laughs) If you're lucky. Every now and then one slips through, you know, and uh, nothing happens. No response. At at you again. (laughs) Yeah, just just keep, keep on me, and eventually I will... Be to the point where I'm like, all right, fine, I'll respond. <laughs> you insist. Uh, I'm the worst about staying connected. I don't know what it is, but I just, I don't know. It seems like it's something that's so easy, but for me, not even close. Total struggle to stay connected. And this guy is watching your stream for five and a half hours. I know. I've never done five and a half hours of anything. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> If I work for three hours, I have to take like a break. (laughs) Fake news. I don't even know if I took a break. I can't remember. And then second thing from your update. So what was it like the first time you tried the worm? Did you just bust your face like right on the ground? How did that happen? Exactly. So uh, I had no idea what the heck I was doing. So I'm on the I'm on the gym floor at the, my daughter's elementary school. That's a horrible choice for the first time. All right, the next move is the worm. And we're like, okay, what? how do you do the worm? So they kind of like <laughs> showed us how to do it. And then I'm like, okay, I know I, I can do that. And the first thing I do, chin straight to the ground. Oh, I'm like, man. <laughs> on the gym I, floor. I, I know, the gym floor. So I'm like, I'm like touching my chin with my hands. Like, am I bleeding? Like, I, I can't tell. <laughs> I feel like I should be bleeding. It just seems like something you would try. You would hit your face in the ground and you'd be like, 
All right, yeah, I'm done with that. But holy crap. To go like, back, I mean, that's pretty pretty and, manly. And the worm isn't like any normal thing you do on a day-to-day basis. So when I was practicing the worm, like the next two days, I was sore because I was working out muscles that aren't usually worked out. Um, so yeah, it was it was tough, but it was fun. So do you feel like after you know you got it, do you feel like you did like a pretty good worm? Um, uh, okay, I I think I did okay. So like I'll let that- you guys be the judge. I I you know when I'm doing <laughs> it, I felt like I was okay, but looking back, I'm like hmm, I probably could have done better. So people that can do the worm like really well, they'll like like do that move like six times in a row. Like, did you do it like multiple times or just like? I think I did it two times in a row. Two or three times. That's, that's not bad. bad. Yeah, that's, that's about not it. bad. But it just seems I, like something you would like. I mean, that would be so hard to like just even like fathom for the first time, just like contorting your body that way to where you would actually like uh, basically like go up to where you could do it again. Yeah, I don't, it's 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 so weird. But uh, they went step by step. There was like you know four different steps. They're like do this, then this, and then this, and then this. And when they broke it down like that, I'm like, okay, I could do that. And then once once they did that, everybody uh, could really understand. Then okay, now I can understand how to do this. Now I can do it uh, because they broke it down. It wasn't just like hey, do the worm. Just act like you're doing this. They're like, all right, put your hands here. Make sure your back is arched, and then they would just. It was yeah. It was it was it was daunting at first but i think it did okay and my next question about the worm and i'm not really sure how i'm gonna word this i've been considering it how did you uh how did you not hurt yourself uh if you know what i mean being a male uh you know what it never crossed my mind and it never happened so i don't know Hmm. crisis averted fair enough fair enough not the answer i expected but i will take it yeah, my chin took much most of That's it. That's what you got to worry about. Yeah. I was actually yeah. Yeah. Okay. The took it on the chin. Busted my chin. All right, next time I'm <laughs> turning on my head. <laughs> well, I know I haven't Steak done made. the I haven't done the worm in probably I haven't tried to do the worm in probably uh, fifteen years now. Maybe no twenty five, close to thirty years. No, wait, it's got to be your bull. I don't remember. Wait a it's been it's like, 37 wait a years you? since you've been years. I am 37 done the worm since years I was a old. Fetus. Uh, exactly. I haven't no. Never yeah, done. No, it. I haven't I haven't tried to do the worm since I was probably 10 years old, so 27 years ago, and I remember I was like at a dance of some kind. It was like a middle school dance and I was like 5th or 6th grade. <laughs> I can imagine it not being a dance. You're just like at like McDonald's behind the cashier. Cash register, right. Just yeah. doing it. And I'm just like, yeah. Dun, 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 I feel like this dun, is totally dun, news to me that you're 37 years old. Is it? What was the first automobile like? Hey! <laughs> Let me tell you. You just always had to be ready by wearing shoes because sometimes you had to use your feet to get the car going. Because it wouldn't go out the window for feet. turning and stuff. Signaling. That's correct. Yeah, I remember there was when they when they invented the blinker. That was a magical day. <laughs> I bet it was. I there was no was doubt awesome. which direction you were going to go. <laughs> but Actually, the last time I tried to do the worm, I did not understand the arching of the back, and I feel like I just did a straight up belly flop on the ground, and I thought I broke my knees. 
Like, yeah, you know I feel how like you that felt would with be your chin? So hard to That's how I felt on my knees. I just, like, I should, my knees I hit. I could just and imagine, then, uh, like, someone trying to, like, dive into a pool and then doing the belly flop. That's what I'm picturing in my an head. An empty pool? That's pretty much what I was doing. <laughs> Except it was not an empty pool. And there were people all around me. And I did that thing where you, like, look at it, look around you, like, oh my gosh, did people see me? And nobody saw me. And I just, I just walked away. <laughs> yeah I went back that to that, that move where you do something so stupid you're like all right you look around like all right did anyone see that, Is that okay i'm good <laughs> good assess all right we're good I'm you get up you're like i'm that. okay nah, nobody's looking <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're okay you walk away and then you hide behind a corner like oh my gosh that hurts so but bad. this is yeah but this is back before people had cell phones and stuff nowadays that doesn't happen someone always catches you on a cell phone doing something stupid if you do so yeah i'm glad i'm old and i got that out of my system before cell phones and cameras were invented. Moving that pictures. Totally, that is totally true. I have to say, I've never tried the worm. I don't plan on it, especially at this point in my life. Like uh, now, I'm into my 30s. Like mm, recovery time, it's not uh, not what it used to be. It's not the same. Yeah, you're you're still recovering from your your uh, volleyball accident from a week <laughs> so or two ago, right? So that is a part of my weekly update. Like you have no idea how awful this injury was. Like I kicked myself in the shin. And going on in two days, it will have been two weeks. I forgot you kicked yourself. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened, yes. <laughs> and uh, I, so I have this huge knot still on my shin. Like it hasn't really, I mean, it has gone down and it's not like purple like it was a couple days ago. Uh, it's turned like a nice reddish pink color, which is maybe good or bad. I'm not really sure. Huh? But all of the bruising has actually went down so, like, if you look at both sides of my ankle, both sides are purple. Like, all the bruising, like, all of it, like, running out is, it's, like, ridiculous. Like, it looks like from my left foot up to my knee, I am turning into a zombie. So, today so was the how first. how is it on both sides of your <clears throat> That's a great question leg. and probably a question for a doctor. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Uh, but both sides of my ankle, I do not have like a bunch of, I don't have like a lot of swelling other than like the initial knot, like on my shin. So it's kind of funny today. I went on my lunch break at work and I bought one of those like compression sleeves, like for your like calf. So it goes from like your ankle to like the bottom of your knee. And it's supposed to help like circulation and stuff like that. Because I read online, um, what is it called? It's called like a, it's like a hematobin or something like that. Hem- hematoma hematoma whatever it is um some basically they take literally weeks to go away like this actual like knot on my shin and uh it's still like very noticeable like there's literally nothing i can do to get rid of it people are like you should people like you should go to the doctor and i'm like i'm worried if i go to the doctor they're gonna have to like cut it open and like i don't know if i've ever told you guys this but like i can barely give blood without passing out like i'm the worst like when it comes to that i don't even have to be looking and i still almost pass out and I am uh, I'm a large man to pick up off the ground being dead weight. <laughs> they don't have enough nurses in the office usually uh, to pick me up. <laughs> so uh, I haven't done that yet, but I think I, I made a decision. My, uh, my mother has actually been all over me about this, like that I need to go to the doctor. And this has been two solid weeks of just badgering. Um, and I'm like, all right, if it is not better by Friday, I will go to the doctor. So I actually have the day off work on Friday. So if it's not better, I will actually go to the doctor. If they have to cut it open, there's a pretty good chance I'll be passed out at some point. 
because I am. Uh, make sure to I lie may down. Be, <laughs> I may be a 31 year old adult male, but when I go into the doctor's office, I turn into an eight year old girl. And uh, yeah, that I totally about right. panic. Totally panic in the doctor's office. Like not. It's it's awful. Like I'm just trying to maintain and still look like an adult, but it's impossible for me to do because I'm scared to death. Which actually kind of brings me to another topic. Like I'm pretty much scared of everything. Like spiders, bugs, like all of it. There was a spider in front of my washer and dryer last week. And the way I took care of it is I just didn't do any laundry for a whole day. <laughs> Are you serious? I waited for him to go away. I didn't want to like, I don't want to go down there and All square right, off spider. Why don't you get you your cats to one. go after your cats would destroy that spider? They're outside cats and they get on the counters when I let them in. I don't want hair all over my counters. Yeah, yeah that's true. And they're not going to mess with a spider. They don't care. They can walk right past it. It's that fight or flight, man. I mean, they I got bigger just, fish to fry, man. I'm actually really scared of bugs too, but I express it by destroying them. Like if I have a grenade with me, I will use it to kill a cockroach or a spider. Well, Thank I think you. I don't have. I think things, this actually came up like I would destroy. It's them. been forever, like fifteen or twenty episodes ago, that some of the spiders in my basement, like I get those like wolf spiders, because like I live in a cul-de-sac and my house is almost surrounded by woods, so I get these like gigantic wolf spiders down mm-hmm. there, and they are massive, and like they are so big that I don't even want to get close to step on them. Oh, that's so gross! The it's thought bad. of like them exploding and it is bad. Like everywhere. I don't, I do not want to feel a spider underneath my foot, Ugh. like when I kill yeah. it. Like, that's the worst thing ever. Oh, so yeah. So I will totally wait it out. Sometimes I'll take the broom down there, and uh, I, I really jab at them, like, 300 style, you know? Like, I have a spear. <laughs> and uh, The bristly spear. That's exactly right. And then I get really nervous, like, if I if I jab them with the broom, and then they're gone. I'm like, oh, crap, they're on the bottom of the broom, and I don't even want to look, because I don't want to bring the broom close enough to my face. Right, because you've seen Arachnophobia, that, that movie, right? I have, with David where Arquette. The, yeah, where he looks in the log or whatever, and... It jumps on his face. That's exactly oh. what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. Yep. So uh, I pretty much just avoid. Like I'll avoid, and then when they're gone, I'll go down and spray like bug spray in my basement, which is unfinished. It's awful. So my process is to spray the basement with bug spray. I usually wait like one to two days. Then I go down there because they've all basically crawled out, and they're either dead or almost dead, but they've crawled out onto the floor, and I just have a shop back down there, and I just sweep them all up into the shop back and that is just like that shop back is just a graveyard for bugs that's a perfect way to get rid of them really i'm not really sure how i'm gonna empty it it's got to be full by now but uh i have to pay somebody to empty it i guess i don't want to see what's in there (laughs) pay someone yeah i mean i don't i don't want to get involved with that come here come here come over (laughs) here i'll probably just throw it out and get another shop vac how much to to dispose of my vacuum exactly $20. Twenty dollars. I got. So, anyways, $20. this is this is totally From off topic New York as to what actually happened. Somehow, yep. an injury turned into <laughs> me being afraid of everything. But um, no, my leg is like still injured, um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be like that. From what I read online about it, it's gonna be like that for weeks. Like it takes a really long time. Basically, what it said online is I busted pretty much everything between my skin and my bone. So like all the blood vessels and everything like probably are all busted. And what happens is it basically clots up, which it's supposed to do like when there's trauma, but it takes forever for that to actually work its way out and for the swelling to actually go down. So um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a crappy injury, but also one that I can play through if that makes sense. 
Because one thing that I never want is an injury that I have to literally like stop playing volleyball or stop doing anything active. Like I never want those injuries to happen. So right. this one, like even though it looks like, I mean, it looks awful. It looks like I broke my leg. Like at the shin and down, like it looks like my leg is going to fall off. But I barely have any pain. And um, yeah, I can just play That's through good. it. Yeah, it is. Like people, people have asked me at volleyball, like, are you really playing? I'm like, Oh yeah, this doesn't hurt at all, but it looks, I mean, it's like dark purple, like around my ankle. It looks like, I mean, it looks like I broke my leg, but no, I barely have any pain at all. Like I have complete movement. I do get like minor swelling, but like normally like I can ice it and, um, and yeah, it just kind of goes down and I just play with it. So it's been not a great injury, but also kind of okay i guess because i can keep you playing. must have hit it in the right spot to where it looks really really bad it but looks no pain that's wild yeah it looks so bad uh everybody's like man you did that to yourself and it's like honestly i can't believe it either it was just during a play and it just happened and i realized when it happened that it hurt but i didn't realize how hard i must have actually kicked myself so um i will i will post that one of those pictures on discord so people can see actually what i'm talking about but it is getting better, even though it doesn't look better. It is uh, it is definitely getting better. But other than that, other than nursing my injury this week, uh, we got the bright idea this past weekend, me and a couple of my buddies, to he brought his Nintendo Switch over. And nice. I remember I remember we had, um, a few years back, we had a Nintendo Wii, and we used to play this Mario game. And it's a Super Mario Brothers game. And it's the it's the game where you can play it's it's still like a side scroller, but you can play like four player co op. Yep. So you're all four on the screen running from left to right, and it's just chaos, but it's really really fun. Um, so they came over on Saturday night, and uh, the three of us played that like, um, <laughs> we played that probably for like four or five hours, and that game is so much fun. And then um, kind of on the same top on the same subject, my buddy came over like one night uh, this week and uh, I was like, you want to come over and play games? And he brought a switch again and we played this game called cup man. Have you ever heard of that? So Cuphead? cup man. No, Cuphead. I've heard of Cuphead, but not cup man. I'm pretty sure it's cup man. It's, it's basically this. Um, so the game has like old timey music, right? And the graphics are not good. You're basically playing as like these two, like teacups. Yeah. And it is a, Cuphead. it's a, yeah, is it this Cuphead? Is Cuphead. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. Um, but so we started playing this game, and this game is ridiculously hard. Like, that is it, correct. <laughs> yeah. It is yeah, ridiculously it is, hard. Like, like, we read some reviews and stuff on it, and it said that it was hard, right? But it also said that it was, like, kind of a good game, right? Like, a lot of reviews were, like, fairly favorable. And uh, I think this game was, like, maybe 10 to 15 bucks or whatever when we ordered it. So we started playing it. First of all, it took us over an hour to get through the first level. <laughs> it was yeah because it didn't right. it didn't give like a ton of instruction right and uh it was like the graphics in the game and the music and everything about the game basically screams that this is a kid's game like it, it's like a fun kid's game or whatever and then you get into it and you realize no nope this is not a kid's <laughs> not game this at is all. like you it need to be not. like an experienced gamer in order to even stand a chance so me and him are sitting there playing this game, and we must have tried the first level. Oh, man, I don't know. It was probably at least 15 times before we got through it, and I got through it like 
based on luck, like a couple of lucky jumps, like in the right spot, like, and we got through. But um, I think we ended up playing like three to four levels. And the last, the last one we played, it was like, you know what? Forget this game. <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> this is the hardest game ever. Like, I wonder how many children probably have bought this game and just quit before they even got through the first level because it was unbelievable. Like, we're yelling, and I was like, at one point, I was like, how are kids supposed to play this game? Like, who who's buying this? Honestly, like, it's just people like us getting fooled. Honestly, it's... Uh... It may look like it's geared toward kids with the, with the the type of uh, animation, you know, the, the graphic style, and animation, yeah. yeah. But it's it's not. It's really not. Um, honestly, it's it's geared more towards like, you know, the old school like forties and fifties, thirties and forties kind of exactly um, old timey cartoon kind of things. But they're trying to make something very reminiscent of like old school Nintendo games, which were not forgiving at all um you think of games like i don't know uh, battle toads comes to mind for example like games that were if really anybody contra, beat battle like, toads like a contra type a liar. Game. yeah like, just a side-scrolling like shooting game um and it was very like similar to that it was just man it was so hard like I yeah was, <laughs> that game's brutal. um and he like he brought his he brought his switch over right so he has like one of like the main controllers and then he takes like the two pieces off the side and they're like these little miniature controllers right right oh yeah joy cons I have uh I have giant hands and uh, <laughs> those controllers were so hard to play with I felt like I was playing with like a little child's controller like I'm like my hands are basically touching each other <laughs> to hold on to this controller. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> he needs to get was, a second controller. It was so difficult, but eventually we're like, "Yeah, we're never playing that again." Like we got through like three to four levels, and it's like I don't know how many levels are left in this game, but not worth it. Like it was stressful, and we were like, "Yeah, let's come over, let's play games, let's have a good time." No, not a good time at all. It was awful. <laughs> it's totally yeah. a horrible time. Well, I played that when it came out for Xbox. I think it was last year, um, and. Yeah, I I knew it was hard, uh, but uh, yeah, it was like you would play the same level over and over and over and over again just to learn the motions of the enemies, and because they would they're the same every single every single time, and you just have to memorize everything, and yeah, it was tough, absolutely tough. But I did play it with my kids. They watched me. They didn't play. There's no way they could play this game. Not even, not in a chance. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was probably one of the toughest games I've ever played. Yeah. My wife actually played this game. Person actually played Cuphead. I played a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, I kind of got turned off by the, by the difficulty of it. Um, and, has she ever but, played a game since then? <laughs> yeah, actually she has. She hates her life. She hates <laughs> video games. Oh, well, trust Threw me, it out the I window. Should... She she got frustrated plenty of times at Cuphead, um, but you know she for a while, quite a while I kept playing it because she was so determined, and she actually beat quite a few levels of it um, before she was like, "No, I'm done. I'm done with this," um, and she moved on to other games. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean she she was determined by it, and I I love the the music and the and the animation style of it. Yeah, you know, me too. The, the aesthetic is is great. They nailed it. Um, yeah, it's really and, cool. Like the music for, and stuff in that game is awesome. 
Absolutely. And for people who enjoy that type of a challenge, this is right up your alley. But dear lord, this game is difficult. <laughs> yeah, that game for too, me, man. Uh, I've, I've been jealous because I don't have any Xbox systems. I don't have any Nintendo systems. I have a Wii, but it definitely will not play on that. I, I do hope if it ever comes to PlayStation somehow, some way, I will get my hands on that and mark my words, I will beat it. Uh, I love those style of games. Side-scrolling, uh, just those side-scrolling punishing games where you don't have a number of lives, you just play it over and over and over again. I really enjoy those. I don't know if you guys have heard of a game called Rogue Legacy. Um, uh, it's oh, a, yeah, it's I a, played that one. It's a roguelike game, and uh, it's a game where you just you play the same four areas in this huge castle over and over and over again. And you, you literally have to level yourself by dying. Like you collect coins, and then every time you die, you apply those coins to uh, power-ups or, you know, to level up your character. Um, but it is crazy hard. And I spent like 75 hours to get the platinum just playing the game over and over and over and over again. Uh, so I love those kind of punishing side-scroller games. So I hope I get to play it someday. Yeah, punishing is uh, the the best possible word for it, honestly. Because you I could was say there, it's I, like, punishing. No, because there's no there's no <laughs> there's fun. fun. There was no fun. Zero like, no, fun I in this game. With that. I Just remember getting punishing. done with it, and me and him were like yelling at the TV as we're playing or whatever. And I remember like we finally finished playing, and I'm like, man, I have a total headache from this game, and it's from me like getting mad and yelling at this TV for this stupid little cuphead game, like these little like animated cups with like this 1920 style music, and it's like so cute, just infuriated me. Um, so we t- so we played that. Uh, Mario was really fun. Cuphead, not as much, uh, not at all actually. Uh, probably will never go back to that. I don't have that part where, like Lucas, you said you like. You know, you want to go play it like you want that challenge, that side scroller, like really, really difficult. Do. Like, yep, I was born without that part. Like, I, uh, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I quit. I don't even care. Like, I don't care <laughs> I about this game. I don't care about ever finishing it. <laughs> Bleep you, Cuphead. Nothing. Yep, I, I would even care about the fifteen dollars that we spent to get it. Like, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, never playing it again. <laughs> but um, the game was. Eh. So the whole like intro to the game, like the scenes and stuff, like with the cups and the music, like. Man, they they did nail it, right? I was really excited about this game when we when it first started. Um, I just thought the whole everything was cool, basically until I started playing it. Actually, that's when I realized it wasn't cool. It was awful. <laughs> if only it was just the cartoon, because it looks like a cartoon. Like oh yeah, like it straight looks, out of that time period, the forties yes, or fifties or whatever. Yes, it does. They talk like that, like the music, like just the way the cups are moving, like all of it. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought. I thought it was going to be like Contra. Like, did you guys play Contra? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I thought it was going to be just like that, right? Just a kind of a spray and pray like game where you're just running through people, like firing your weapon all the time. It's totally not that. Not even close. There are some points where you're like charge up move, like doesn't work for certain people. Like we got to this mausoleum level where these ghosts are coming in. And there's really like there's really like no direction we had to literally like look up a youtube video on how to kill these ghosts because you just go right through them and it turns off you have to basically like double jump into them like jump and then jump again when you get to the ghost and that kills yep. them yep and uh they're, they're were they colored like pink yeah. or blue or something yeah yep. they're pink and yeah. uh like we went through this we tried 10 times and i'm like i don't i don't understand like what 
could possibly kill these things. Like we're not, <laughs> every time you try and jump on them, you just jump right through them and this stuff. And uh, I mean, once we figured that part out, the easiest level in the whole game. Then that was uh, that was the only time I felt successful the whole time. It was one of those games where you finally beat a level that you're frustrated with, and you are like literally standing up, like flexing at the TV. In your face! <laughs> yeah, how do you like Digital that? Digital ghost. Cuphead? Like, how do you like that? <laughs> how you feel about that? You got beat by a cop. That's exactly right. You got beat by an inexperienced gamer. How do you feel now? <laughs> Uh, so we played that, but I gotta be honest, that was uh, that's probably the entire highlight of my week. Not really anything else happened Great. for me. Your highlight uh, this, was getting scarred. This week coming up should be interesting because I have not only is my leg injured, uh, but I play volleyball for um, I play three leagues on Friday nights. Um, I'm playing a tournament on Saturday, and I'm playing a tournament on Sunday. So by Monday, I will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Your mommy is not well, going to be happy good about luck. that. So. She's going to be upset. She is going to yeah. be upset if She's I haven't gone to the doctor upset. for sure. So the good news is I have this sleeve. It totally hides it, so you can barely tell that I'm even injured. So I'm just going to go with it. You only live once. And I just Yolo. assume with volleyball, there is... So the funny thing is, like now that I'm 31 and I realize recovery, it's not really a thing anymore. You really don't recover from injuries. You just live with them. And in order to get injuries to go away, you have to stop playing, which for me is not happening. That's the best way to describe it. I'm not going to stop playing uh, until I get an injury where I am forced to stop playing. So until I get that, I'm just going to keep playing through whatever it is because there is going to there's going to come a day. I was talking about this, um, I think, last week uh, with a couple people from volleyball. There is a day where all of us are going to get to where we cannot necessarily do the things that we love if those things are like active things so for me like like volleyball is that and you know eventually like hopefully that's i mean hopefully that's 20 years down the road but eventually you have to just walk away because you can't do it anymore like your body can't do it and uh like the way i look at it is man i'm gonna play until i absolutely can't and uh that's kind of just the way with all you know physical activities in life eventually you get to a point where you can't do all those things anymore and then you're the old man and you're reminiscing about when you used to do those things. So for me, it's like, man, the injury has to be pretty bad for me to stop playing. And I, and I will post this injury on Discord and people are going to be like, wow, like that looks awful. And it looks terrible. But it doesn't really feel terrible. So I feel like I kind of got lucky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, most would consider that unlucky, but people get injured down there like every week playing. Because, I mean, you play like... You know, when you play a lot, you play really hard. Um, one of the things I did, like, I think it was probably about a month ago, is I was going for a ball, and it was pretty far away, and I would have had to basically lay my body out completely to get to this ball. And when I jumped and kind of laid out for the ball, I meant to bring my right arm around to get the ball and actually hit it. Well, I hit the sand first with my right arm, so my right arm basically stayed under me, which oh. meant... I landed on my face <laughs> and my head kind of just bounced a couple of times. And I don't know if you guys have ever had this where you hit something Ouch. really hard and then you try and get up and your whole body is just weak. And it's like, I'm pretty sure I may have knocked myself out there for a second. <laughs> oh so my I, gosh. Like I put my arm down to get up and like push myself up. And I was like, my whole body was just like a noodle. Like it was really weak. And I was like, man, that was a, that was a rough one. <laughs> 
So I just kind of got up and, uh, yep, play, kept playing. Went with it. Yep. That's pretty much it for me. Lucas, how was your week? All right. Well, sir. But before well, that. Sirs. Oh, yes. Before that, Lucas, you go ahead. Are you sure? No. How about Lucas, we, just uh, go. Just go. Go now. Go. <laughs> forever hold your peace. <laughs> so uh, this past Mark's week. Mark's trying to get us out of this before we do it again. I, <laughs> I actually worked a lot, much to Mark's surprise. And so I'm I didn't shocked. have a... <laughs> so shocked. I did not have a lot of time to game. Uh, but I did find time to game. Uh, so I did get a platinum trophy in a little game called Full Throttle. It's a good old classic oh, nice. point-and-click adventure. Uh, the story was kind of cool. Uh, it had a really like, really cool feel like S- Sons of Anarchy. If you guys have watched that TV show, uh, it's just about a biker gang pretty much. And uh, it was only like a two-hour plat. Maybe, Patrick, that could be your... Missing no, I, I actually got that platinum. So, oh, did you already uh, get that one? Yeah, I actually played that game on Windows 98, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, back in the day where it was like four discs to, oh, to play. Oh, man, the good old um, days. And when they remastered it, I'm like, yes, uh, this is a really cool cartoony kind of point-and-click adventure. So I'll, I'm all for that one. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, and what's cool, I like those remasters like... Like the Halo remasters and and this one did the same thing where you can click, you can toggle between the original uh, graphics and then you can toggle yeah. to the current graphics. Oh my gosh, what a difference. Like right? the old graphics were so nasty looking. Like it was just a garbled mess of pixels. Oh, but, and then yo, Back in the day, oh man, that was beautiful. Oh was, yeah, I know. It was smooth and the sound was so good. But uh, So I, I would do that from time to time while I was playing just to see what it looked like. Uh, but the game overall was really fun. Uh, I did use a guide uh, just to kind of get things moving uh, because generally I find, as I've told you guys before, like in the past point-and-click adventure games that I've played, that it's just sometimes it's the weirdest stuff you have to combine or do in order to go to the next stage or to, to proceed in the story. And this one was pretty simple. It was pretty straightforward. There was no putting like paper clips on the back of cockroaches and getting them to chase after crumbs of food or anything dumb like that. It was... It was pretty pretty normal stuff. Uh, and then besides that, I played a little Fallout 76 with Shelter. Uh, played, as Patrick said, played a little bit of Lorecroft and the Temple of Osiris. And uh, that was about it. All the other times I was, I was working and uh, doing those kind of things. Uh, this is actually my last, like, pretty easy or free week before uh, next week we'll start uh, a two- or three-month journey of all kinds of things in, in our lives. Um, for me and my family as missionaries, we have a, an, a group of Americans coming for three weeks, uh, starting next week to, uh, kind of go on a little mission trip and, uh, serve in a variety of cities. Uh, the group's going to be, uh, doing some manual labor, do, sharing some testimonies, getting to know some Brazilians. And, uh, it's, it should be a really good time, but it's going to take up a lot of my time because I'm going to have to travel to each of these cities and, uh, I'm coordinating the whole trip. So I'm going to be pretty busy with that. Uh, and then after that, I think I'll have a week to prepare to go to the U S in the middle of June. And then I'll be in the U S from the middle of June and all through July. And then in August, I have another 
three weeks with a, an American group in the northern part of Brazil. And uh, from there, things are kind of up in the air. It's actually quite possible I'll have to return to the U.S. for fundraising purposes, but I don't know yet what it's going to look like past the middle of August. But pretty much I have a solid three months where I am going to be uh, doing a lot of work and running around a lot. And so uh, this is this is my last normal week before I get into that. Um, but besides that, did a little movie watching uh, with the kids especially. We watched an old classic, one of Patrick's favorites, Wally. Oh, and, number uh, one on my list. Yeah, that's right, number one <laughs> on your list. And you know what? What was funny, Patrick, is uh, it was a night when my kids had both already chosen like a show or watched something to watch something. And they were like, Daddy, you know what? It should be your turn to pick. And I'm like, thanks. I think I will oh. pick something. And then I picked Wally and they were like, oh, seriously? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, man, they know. And they you know. know what? You know what happened? They loved it. They, oh, they loved it. They, they belly laughed like... They belly laughed so hard at Wally and all the little things they do in that movie. Um, they were laughing at how much you like it. No, they were watching the movie. They weren't watching me. I probably hear that. That was like a no. <laughs> take it back. You take my ball. And go home. Daddy's crying over this robot. <laughs> your face. <laughs> uh, I, I will have to say, after watching it again, I I love it just as much as I as I as I did from the beginning. Like, there's five reasons I'm going to give you why it is a top five Pixar movie. One, Metacritic says so. Two, it made my kids and I both belly laugh a lot. Three, it gives great tips and insights into opposite sex relationships, dating. And all those like those things. So it helps with those kind of things. Also, it doesn't have dialogue for the first 40, first 45 minutes. And it's still entertaining. And then fifth, there are fat people in floating chairs. And nothing makes you laugh like fat people in floating chairs. That's the best elevator pitch I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Five reasons why it's a top five Pixar movie. So we watched Wally. That was amazing. And then... I don't think I mentioned this in the Endgame spoiler cast. We just talked about Endgame, but I actually, uh, when I went to see Endgame, I also went to Outback and was celebrating early, one week early, uh, 14 years of marriage, which was actually yesterday. So Congratulations. Woo! And my wife and I realized that we have now been in Brazil for half of our marriage. We came to Brazil seven years ago. Uh, I think one month from now, it'll be seven years we've been in Brazil. And it just, it was just like, wow, I can't believe we've spent half of our marriage in Brazil out of the USA. So that was pretty crazy to think about. But uh, going to see Endgame with my wife was really cool. And speaking of Endgame, uh, what did you guys think of it passing the $2 billion mark in 11 days and breaking not only the record that Avatar had after 47 days? Like, it was four times faster at breaking the record than Avatar. And then it also passed the gross sales of Titanic, which I thought it was crazy. I don't know if you guys saw the statistics on this, but it took Titanic 5,000, more than 5,000 days to get more than $2 billion in sales. For one, that can't happen anymore. Like, that's impossible for someone to put a movie in a cinema for 5,000 days. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, I mean, movies would be out in the theaters for so long. So long. Uh, it's crazy. And then the DVD wouldn't come out until, or the VHS wouldn't come out <laughs> yeah. until, you know, over a year later. Now it's like, all right, the movies have been out for three months. Here's your Blu-ray. You know, here's your DVD. Here's your digital, you know? Yeah. And uh, to for, for uh, movies to make as much as they do nowadays... Yeah, the ticket prices are a little bit higher, but man, you know, like everyone is seeing this movie. Everyone, like two billion in eleven days. Yeah. What? And I think, I think it's got to be close. I haven't seen recently, but I know after the two full or the two full weekends, like the two weekends and the full week, it was at like two point six or something like that. I can't remember what it was. A few days ago, it passed. I know it passed Titanic, which was uh, two point one. So maybe it was like 2.2 or 2.3 when I saw like on Monday. Um, and I sure, I'm sure that it's, it's definitely going to pass it over the weekend. I think it's going to get right up there with Avatar over the weekend. But we will see. It yeah, all- but also has there, has there ever been a movie though that's had the buildup that Endgame has had really? I mean, what is it, no. like 20-something movies? I mean, it's, it's a ridiculous That's never thing. happened. It's really, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just no one's ever there's done never that. been like a buildup or – almost like just a following of a particular like series of movies as like Endgame has. And I think that, um, I, I, I guess I think we, we all pretty much predicted that that would probably happen. Like the Marvel movies are so huge that, yeah. Um, it was almost like, yeah, my, we all would have bet everything that it would have been basically every movie ever in almost everything. Well, it's amazing that they have they have like created the the I don't know what the pinnacle of a comic book movie where they've pretty much replicated what comic books do. Like comic books, they have multiple you know stories, they have multiple comics, they have multiple like storylines through comics, and then occasionally they combine it all into one like comic book story, and then they do it again. And like to, that, the fact that they've done that with movies is incredible. I think it's not just like sequel one, two, three, four. It's like one movie over here, an origin story here. Then they bring them together, and then they separate them again to do another, like different stories. And then they, it's a, it's amazing, and it's I I think it's just going to continue. And it's so amazing to have the same actors and actresses, the same people doing this for yeah, committed this long. Yeah, you know, like usually you know that's like all right, I'm going to do these movies for three movies, and then I'm going to move on to something else. Now these these Iron Man. He's in 11 years of movies. I mean, yeah. basically, he was almost in every single movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, in some form um, or the other. Which is form or the other. wild. Yeah, it's Yeah, true. I mean, they they sign them. They lock them into huge contracts um, and obviously get lots and lots of money for uh, that. Yeah, they get, they get <laughs> compensated for sure. Um, but the crazy thing is, like, if you think about it this way, movies are techni- technically in theaters, like your mainline theaters, for about... I want to say like eight, eight to ten weeks, something like that. Um, and the fact that this has hit over two billion dollars in eleven days, like I know there's obviously there's huge drop off because everybody everybody's seen the movie. You don't have as many repeat viewings of it, but right. still, like considering how many markets this movie is being released in, and and the fact that it's hit that number in eleven days. And movies are in theaters for eight to ten weeks. Like, where is it going to stop? Yeah. And then, of course, you have to think about 
you know, home video sales like digital oh, and and Blu-ray and all those things. Like it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be insane, and it's easily, I think, easily gonna become the the best-selling movie of all time, uh, the best-grossing movie of all time. Right. Um, I think a- Avatar's still up there for number one. I think they're at two point seven eight yeah. billion. Um. So yeah, I think easily. It's and I love the little meme online. Where it's got like, you know, the scene from Winter Soldier where uh, Captain Fal- America Falcon's and Falcon, yeah. you know, and the, on your left, and they have Falcon as Avatar and Endgame as Captain America. It's like, on your left. Blown like, by it's him. coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, and yet, you know what? I was thinking about Endgame. I was thinking about, too, that in, do you guys, did you, have you guys thought about that in 2019, we are going to see the, the end of three uh, of the greatest sagas in film history, the Avengers Infinity Saga, Star Wars Skywalker Saga, and then finally, Toy Story's Woody and Buzz Saga. Well, you know, they said that was going to end with three, and then they That's put four true. out. So. Yeah, that one probably has a little asterisk. But, like, we we potentially could be seeing the end of three different, like, sagas. Like, of course, Avengers and Marvel and all that's not ending. But, you know, as they've, as they've said, that they're going into the next phase, and it's going to be a new saga, new storyline, et cetera. So I think that's just crazy that uh, I, 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 I'm willing to wager that 2019 could be one of the best movie years uh, of this generation. Oh, I think so too. I mean, with Infinity, or not Infinity War, but Endgame alone. Yeah. It's carrying it. And I think, I think JJ Abrams is going to, you know, on, while I enjoyed The Last Jedi, uh, I didn't hate it. Like, you know, many people that I know, at least, or people on the internet did. I, I enjoyed The Last Jedi, but I think JJ Abrams is going to, I think kind of like he did with Force Awakens, he's going to make a a quality story that's not going to step on so many toes, and it's gonna. I think he's going to kind of wrap things up in a very responsible and enjoyable way. So I think, uh, what is it called? Skywalker's Revenge. The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, thank you. Rise of Skywalker. I was really close. I think that I think they'll wrap it up nice. So, all right. But enough of that movie talk. I think. We should jump into uh, our topic. What do you guys think? Sound good? Sound like a plan? Stand? Let's do, Let's it. do it. So the topic for today, as we do with every episode ending in five is just going to be a whole bunch of randomness. Uh, Pretty much our topic is a round topic discussion where all four of us bring something to the table to discuss and uh, uh, to kind of lead us into it, I wanted to share a couple ideas that some of our Discord and community members had. Uh, Just in case someone like Ronnie maybe didn't make any plans, he wanted to kind of live life on the edge, do a mini improv, Uh, here are some suggestions. The first is from our very own Tim Pollan, dedicated uh, watcher of Patrick's streams. Thanks again, Tim. He said, here's my topic idea. Anchorman sucks. Discuss. <gasps> what? <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. Wait, that was it? That's all he said? That's all he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, nothing. Just dropped a bomb and walked away. Disappeared like Let's a go to Discord. Yeah. Banned. All right. Oh, done. banned. I'm going to have to say that <laughs> no. I don't 100% disagree with Tim Pollan. I wouldn't say it sucks, <gasps> but I would say it's overrated. So Maybe. are we talking about the first movie only or the series? Or like the, I'm going to say the series. Them? I'm going to say both. I thought okay, yeah. Anchorman 2 was awful. Yeah. But I thought Anchorman 1 was like an instant classic. Yeah, I agree. One was good. The other two, not so two good. Two felt like they tried to push everything, all of the like all the same jokes. Like they just tried to like take them all like over the top, and it just it was, to me it wasn't really that funny. But yeah, the, it felt recycled. Yeah, yeah. it did. But the Very first forced. one I thought was really funny. But I also think you have to like that. Um, it's almost just it's it's almost just Will Ferrell like style comedy. It's like a stupid style of comedy, right? So like it's funny because it's kind of stupid. And I, yeah. I think that like that part, like about me, like I loved that movie, like the very first one. Um, I thought it was really good. Like I laugh every single time. Like I think probably a lot of us still use like lines from that movie just in, you know, in everyday life joking around and stuff like that. But uh, I thought the second one was, was garbage. And so I could agree maybe if you're like putting them both together but as far as like just the first one, I would I would probably disagree because I thought it was pretty good. Fair enough. Yes, same sentiments. Mm-hmm. Truth be told, I haven't actually seen Anchorman. It's an, all right. Going to Discord. Uh, Mark is now banned as well. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am getting roughed up for all just, these Marvel movies. You you have a little too much power, my friend. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That definitely could be argued. Yeah. Uh, VP Bonner B. Butters said, In the U.S., the internet is usually pretty good. As some of us know, that's not the same in the rest of the world. I'm sure the pastor can tell us how it is in Brazil. He's referring to me, probably. Thinking of that and the introduction of Xbox SAD. Uh, what is that again? That's the all-digital edition. Oh, yes. No... The- <laughs> No uh, disk drive. Yeah, the yeah. Xbox S, all digital. That's right, Xbox. Come sad. on, guys. Why didn't you think about that when you made the, the name of the console? Xbox not happy. Xbox sad. <laughs> so, uh, with the introduction of the all digital Xbox, do you see yourself in a streaming only world? Recently, the wife and I took the decision to cut cable and satellite and live in a streaming content only world. I haven't bought a game this year, and have been focusing on that Game Pass only. It is a controversial topic, but I see the trend going to digital in the future, just as music did. Being the physical media for nostalgia, bragging purposes only. Best Buy and other retailers are cutting down on DVD, Blu-rays, and some cut CDs completely. What are your thoughts and tendencies about this? I, I, I absolutely enjoy the digital nature that we're going towards. Because me, I am I'm a... A little bit of a minimalist. I don't like clutter. Um, and having it all just like in a box streaming is, uh, I mean, just like stuff that is on demand. Like I no longer have to go to GameStop. Yes, I could order something from Amazon, but I don't have to, I don't have to wait for that. I could just buy a game on my console, preload it, and it's all ready for me at 12 a.m. when the game comes out. Um, especially like the streaming service, like Xbox Game Pass is absolutely awesome. Mm. Um, the PlayStation has it with PS Now. I haven't, I haven't dabbled in that. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, but uh, but yeah, being able just to just to 
get on your console and play rather than get up like, oh, okay, where's that disc? Oh, where the kids put the disc? You know, like it's, it's, and, and you find out three years later that it's in another case. And <laughs> so, you know, you lose it. That's, but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I think the digital is the way to go. I mean, but it's, it is tough because not everyone has the, um, the bandwidth to do that. That is correct. Uh, as Barnaby alluded to here in Brazil, we have got a whole bunch of streaming services that work. And then we got a whole bunch of streaming services that do not, uh, Netflix, Amazon prime. Cool. Works great. Hulu. And, um, I try to remember, I can't remember some of the others, but there are others like Hulu don't work at all. Uh, in regards to streaming, uh, with video games, PS now not available in Brazil. So even if I wanted to try it, I could not. Um, and I would just say generally overall, I kind of, the way I treat like platinum trophies with PlayStation, if I really like a game, then I get the platinum. And the same thing is true with physical media. Like I don't mind doing phys- uh, digital. If it's a lot cheaper, it's fine. As long as I can download the game and play it fine without any problems. But if I really like a game, I'll usually buy the digi- or buy the physical copy of it. And uh, But I don't think I could ever cut it all and just go all streaming. Uh, I will say that we do have cable but we have the lower tier cable and we hardly ever use it. We usually just watch Netflix and use the computer, our computer to stream stuff. So that's all she wrote. I would say as far as the digital, the digital portion, like for gaming, like I, I probably the last five games that I've bought, like have just been digitally. Like I haven't had the disc, like I can, I'm totally good with that. (laughs) Um, I do not like having to go anywhere to buy like an actual physical disc, but as far as TV goes, like the whole, I know a lot of people like a lot of people out there like cutting cable and, you know, streaming their favorite shows and stuff like that. I, I watch too many, like I watch too many baseball games is, is the best like description. And, um, like I would never want to get rid of that, like just live TV um so it would like literally just like never be an option for me because even when i'm not watching baseball like i still am i guess like i guess i'm kind of an old man in that like i like to flip through the channels and see what's on randomly and uh yeah it's it's just one of those things where i as far as tv goes like i would hate that but games um i'm totally good with the whole digital thing yeah i mean I think that's more and more where we're going um, is definitely all digital. And it seems like that's where a lot of like, you know, game developers, you know, the, the Xboxes and, and all those kind of stuff. Um, that's where they're going is like digital and streaming and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not quite sure whether we're there yet um, to where everybody can handle it. Like I know for a fact, like, um, here where I live, um, we, we are sort of nestled in the mountains and, and, but we definitely have like a smaller mountain in the area that my in-laws actually live on and they don't have broadband internet. They don't have the, the, the lines running their way yet. Mm-hmm. So they basically have to go off of satellite internet, which is absolutely atrocious. Um, their, their internet is so terrible. Um, and with the way, 
you know, the way that um, all these huge downloads and updates are, like, the, he can't, my my in-laws can't handle that. My dad, my father-in-law games quite a bit, and he just can't handle all these updates. That's why he quit some of the games he played, was because there were so many freaking updates and stuff. And so I don't think they're even close to, to being ready for, for all digital, like, streaming and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't, I don't know if we're there. I know certainly a lot of places around the world aren't, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure we're all there yet. So I agree. It's a good future. It's, It's not like you're, you know, downloading a six megabyte music file. Right. I mean, these are huge, huge files. These are gigabytes, you know, like, and some of these games are. 100 gigabytes yep you know like with all the with all the updates and some people have you know those those cap limits uh they can only download so much in a month otherwise they get throttled or they can't download anything else they get to pay for it so it is a future that i i see happening um but not until the vast majority uh, of people around the world have that capability sure and i mean um yeah, like I'm gonna go ahead and call one of them out. Freaking Black Ops Four, they are awful with their updates. Um, all of their updates are like twenty, thirty, forty gigabytes yeah. for an update. Like, come on, people! <laughs> like that's huge. So, but yeah, it's 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 certainly looking ahead and looking into the future, and I think one day we'll get there. It's just, I'm not. I don't think we're there quite yet. That they're still going to have to offer some alternatives, um, and hopefully they don't offer the you know launch Xbox Xbox One response of oh we have one for that it's called the Xbox 360 yeah that'll that'll get them shot in the foot um, <laughs> so but yeah <laughs> uh, well speaking of looking ahead to the future Arctic Warlock said I'm heading out to Las Vegas in June with some family to spread my father's ashes as he was a huge poker player as is the rest of his family have you ever been there what is your favorite vegas story to tell i'm rooming with my twin brother for the five days and we'll be sightseeing up and down the strip as well as the downtown area it's been at least 10 years since i've been there are there any non-gambling related things you would recommend so guys vegas have you been any stories you want to share any non-gambling related things you'd recommend for our buddy Arctic Warlocks? I've never been to Vegas. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person. I have never been to Vegas myself. Patrick? I've been to Vegas once. Me and too. It was for my brother's wedding. And it was one of those destination weddings where you could go to, you know, Vegas. You know, he's a he's a professional poker player. So he wanted to get married, you know, out there. So um I were out there for maybe two days, um, and we didn't do much outside of the festivities surrounding uh, the wedding. Um, but one of the one of the stories, one of the, one thing that you could do if you wanted to um, is uh, I don't know if you remember the scene from Elf when he gets into his uh, his dad his dad's uh, building. 
and he just touches all the elevator buttons. He's like, oh, it's like a Christmas tree. (laughs) I love that part. (laughs) So, so we, um, it was me, my brother, my two brothers, and maybe my dad, and we were supposed to meet my wife and my sister uh, somewhere. And I don't know if you've ever, if you've been to Vegas, some of the um, hotels and casinos, uh, you have to get off at certain floors and then go over to another elevator to get to another floor and then go down those elevators. Um, kind of like, you know, hospitals sometimes, you know, you, you can't get into all the floors in one elevator. So we were, try- we were supposed to meet them and then they didn't show up. And I texted them like, hey, where are you? <laughs> and then my sister uh, said, Oh yeah, we did the thing from Elf, and now we're stuck in the elevator. We've been here for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> we thought it would be a good she's idea. Like, she's like, I don't know where to go if I get off this elevator. You know where do I, I know this elevator takes us all the way down? So oh, wow. they just had to wait there for forty-five minutes. So no uh, way. Arctic Warlocks, if you want to do that, you can. But Sounds it's magical. Take you a little bit <laughs> if you want to get away for a little bit. Wow. Definitely do that. Well, I went to Vegas when I was in high school with my parents and my younger sister. And I will say that I was very surprised how family-friendly and also how non-gambling related uh, the the activities could be. Uh, Of course, there were slot machines. Of course, like the hotel. I can't remember which hotel we stayed in, but it was a typical Vegas hotel where it's filled with slot machines, filled with... Uh, blackjack tables and all that jazz and you walk by it all and I mean I was in high school I couldn't do anything about it so I wasn't really tempted I was with my parents and younger sister so I was like oh that would be cool to try but I just pretty much ignored it I think they had a Star Trek convention at the time so that was pretty cool we went and checked out some of the Star Trek nerdy people walking around and uh, uh, just saw some of the sights of that Um, but for me I think the part that was really cool was when we went into the is it called the needle the 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 sky needle or the sky i don't remember the the big uh the big the big the big tower thing you know the the eiffel tower no it's not the eiffel tower it's big in vegas the sun you have the big <laughs> space uh needle? the space needle right it's got the big disc at the top of it yeah is it called the space needle is that what it's called i think so i couldn't remember sorry yeah. i blanked but we went into the, the wrong person yeah, yeah, that's true. Are there is there grass in Brazil? Um, <laughs> I think is there grass in Vegas, or is it just all desert? Shoot, I don't know. It's a good question. It's turf. That it's counts. all fake grass. It's all fake. Um, but we went into the Space Needle, and we went to the restaurant, the one of the restaurants in the Space Needle, and I, I would say overall that my experience at the Space Needle was magical, and one of the reasons was because. My dad let me order anything off the menu, and I happened to order a $100 filet mignon, and then that was all I got to eat because once he, like, I ordered it, and they brought it out, and then he looked at the price. I don't know why he did not look at the price before, and he was just like, well, son, that's all you get to eat for lunch is a steak, and it literally was like this huge plate, and then it was this little filet mignon medallion in the middle of it, and that's all I ate for that lunch. But wow. what was really cool about the Space Needle was there's a roller coaster on top of it, and oh, I heard about there's that. There's yeah. a there's like a uh, what are those called? The kind of like the at Disney World, the Tower of Terror, where it shoots you up and then shoots you down, and you go up and down. I don't even know what you call yeah. those rides, but it has those two rides. It has this, 
a roller coaster, and then it has the up and down shooty thingy. And I did both of those. That's it. And it was awesome. It was <laughs> amazing. And uh, I have. I can just imagine Arctic just going, uh, asking around, like, hey, do you know where the up and down where's shooty the, thingy yeah, is? Yeah, where's the up and down shooty thingy at that needle thing? <laughs> My buddy. <laughs> In Brazil, recommended it. (laughs) They don't have grass, but he knows all about this, this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Vegas, Vegas is really cool, and I'm sure that was like, you know, you know how old I am. That was like 50 years ago that I went to Vegas, so I'm sure it's got even more family friendly, uh, non gaming related activities to do. Uh, Travis Popsicle said, "Vegas is a blast." Oh, sorry. Wait. Yeah, you 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 almost skipped me. Well, you said you've never been there. I've never been to Vegas, but <laughs> may I offer a made up some story? sort of a recommendation here? Oh, okay. Well, Lucas, before you do that, yeah. Mark, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, Mark, you go ahead. <laughs> Mark, I think you're supposed to go ahead. All right. So, being a fan of music, um, there are many, 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 many artists in residency at uh, in Vegas. Basically, with that, what that means is they're at a certain venue for, like, multiple dates. Like, it's not just, like, a tour where it's like, oh, we come to this this place for one day and then we move on to the next city. Um, no, they're, they're there for multiple days. Um, so, might I recommend to you some particular artists that are in residency in june in las vegas yeah so artist is in see. like a painter no no no. as in like musicians residency Got as it. in like a doctor or a nurse a doctor that paints <laughs> a doctor that paints <laughs> That's why you go to Vegas. Painting doctor. That's what you need, uh, Ronnie, is a painting doctor so they can work on your leg and paint it so it doesn't look like so a zombie Christina leg. So, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. Cardi Aguilera. <laughs> it's French. She paints? Lady Gaga. Lady Drake, Gaga. <laughs> Lady Antebellum. <laughs> the Backstreet Boys. What is this? The Celine 90s tour? Dion. Is it- <laughs> <laughs> this is the TRL tour. Yep. Celine Dion. Gwen Stefani, Aerosmith. Oh my gosh, it's like all <laughs> 90s, Boys to Men, 80s and 90s. Cher, and Janet Jackson. Those are those are some of the names that will be doing residy residency. Residy. Yes, they're doing some residy. <laughs> is there um, is like a retirement home in <laughs> Vegas that stores all of these people? <laughs> yeah, they tend to do that. It's all people that like. They don't do regular tours anymore, and they're not necessarily like huge hot bands that like are, you know, big on the pop charts. It's just people who have been hugely famous in the past, and now they can go do residency in Vegas. So nice. yeah, um, if you want to take your family or maybe just your wife, I don't know if you can have the kids do something else while you guys go to one of those concerts. I know they tend to be a little expensive, so obviously, you know weigh your options there but might i suggest those people to you very nice arctic warlocks you definitely need to take your kids to see aerosmith did you mean the kids were expensive classic shows were expensive rock yes all of the above (laughs) they're all expensive a little bit of this a little bit of that 
Did you guys know uh, that on the CD for Aerosmith, Get a Grip, did you guys ever have that CD? I've heard of the album. Negative. My dad had the album. Well, it has a cow on the front, and then on the CD, it has uh, a number of nipples on it that I thought were cow nipples, and they were actually people, the members of the band, and I did not know that (laughs) until... Like twenty years later, someone told me, "You know that was that was from the band," and I'm like, "Ew! I thought they were from the cow." I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk That's me? Funny. <laughs> that is all. So Travis Popsicle, he said, uh, "We're gonna let Travis Popsicle go ahead." He said, "Vegas is a blast, even if you don't gamble. I've been many times while driving truck, driving truck cross country. I would hang there for a weekend. Circus, circus." Random show question, what is something that a loved one taught you as a child that has stuck with you up until today? Uh, My grandfather, uh, Jeep Ball, Russell Jeep Ball, taught me this phrase, you really know your onions. And so anytime I want to compliment someone on their knowledge of something, it always comes into my head, I rarely say it, but I always want to say you Really know your onions. He always taught me silly phrases like that. Hold the phones here. What was your grandfather's name? Russell Jeep Ball. His middle name was Jeep? No, that was his nickname. But in everything that he, like, he ran for, he was a politician in my little town of Grafton. And his nickname was Jeep. I have no idea why. And you never bothered to ask? I, I So I don't remember why. Oh, uh, Okay. You should ask your, your family. Yeah. I think it was because he was hardworking, and Jeep at the time was a good American vehicle. That was a hardworking vehicle, a man's man's vehicle. Wait, where, does, where does the ball come into play? Oh, that's his last, his name. last name. Ball. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a nickname. That is real. Ball. That's like a Jeep ball. What's a, what's a Jeep he was ball? Actually my, a name. He was actually my step-grandfather, but I never knew my, my dad's dad because uh, he died before I was born. So, yep. Well, most of the things that my grandfather said, I cannot repeat on this podcast or anywhere in a public forum for that matter. <laughs> anywhere so in he, America. So, <laughs> so they the taught you French. <laughs> he taught you French, the French language. Uh, no, actually, he uh-huh. didn't teach me very much French, but he did speak a lot of it behind my back. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no, I guess I, I actually thought about this the other day. Um, you know, as you know, like I work in the service department at a car dealership and, you know, a lot of times, you know, we deal with with money when when customers pay for their the service for their vehicles. Um, and I was just thinking about as I was like counting change for somebody, I was like, man, if my grandmother hadn't sat me down and actually I mean, we talked about this during school, but like she actually sat me down and and tried to go over with me how to make change. Like if if she hadn't really reinforced this in me, I don't know. Like I may have had an issue with this later on in life. I, I don't know. But I was like, I'm I'm glad she sat me down and did that, even though she was purely frustrated with me at the time because I was having such a hard time getting it when she was trying to teach me, <laughs> and I could tell she was getting frustrated. But, you know, I'm glad she did it. I'm glad for my grandparents and the time that they invested in me. Um, 
because even the little things like that, things that we take for granted as adults today, um, you know, I'm thankful for it. Nice. Uh, for, for me, uh, my dad, uh, would always say it all adds up, uh, and anything that, you know, adds up like, and it was most, it was mostly about money. Um, you know, you have a dollar here, you save it, you know, it, it seems like it's only a dollar, but if you save a dollar for every week for an entire year, you, know, you got $52, you know, it's just like, it's something as small as that. Um, you know, you got a quarter, you either spend it or you can save it. Uh, so he instilled a lot of money, uh, saving a lot of, uh, being smart with money, uh, because of his saying it all adds up. Um, and that's, you know, like I was able to save up per, for pretty much whatever I wanted. Um, I would just save up for it. Um, and whether that was allowance, whether that was getting a job, you know, I got a job when I was 15, uh, just be, just knowing that, um, it is my responsibility. If I want to get something, then I have to, I have to work for it. Um, and it can, it can be used in all facets of life. But, uh, the main thing that he instilled in me was, uh, was money uh, about how, how it all adds up. Um, so I've been pretty good with money, um, ever since, um, he is, you know, instilled that in my, uh, in my childhood. So it, this makes this reminds me of two different things. One thing from my grandfather, which is my mom's mom. And one thing that he used to say, and I will never forget this. Is, Do you mean your mom's dead? Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> mom's mom. Yep. Nope. Mom's dad for sure. Yeah. Okay, just make it. Ever since I was about twelve years old, like my grandfather, the best way I can possibly describe him is, it was just like he just blew in from the wild west. Like we're talking about this old guy, like that, he's like he's got a pistol under his seat, like you know what I mean, like just <laughs> a different era <laughs> that he came from. Like and, good, uh, bad, and the ugly. Pretty much, like he was just ready to throw down, just ready to throw down and just to shoot out with anybody, like just, just a total, like just a whole different world. And uh, I think ever since I was 12 years old, he started asking me one day if I got a job yet. And I'm like this 12 year old kid, right? <laughs> so like back in, back in his time when he's 12 years old, like he already had a job, right? And so he's like, do you have a job yet? And I'm like, I'm 12 years old. Like, I'm still going to school. What are you talking about? He's like, well, I went to school and I had a job. <laughs> it's like, he was, a, he was a tough old dude, right? Um, That's not legal, Grandpa. Exactly right. <laughs> this isn't the Wild West anymore. Uh, but I just remember that, like, ever, uh, you know, one day, um, one day I remember, I remember I, I got a job. I was, I was 15 and a half. I had just got my temps and I got a job at a horse stable. And uh, I remember he asked me this and I was so ready for it. And he's like, you got a job yet? And I was like, yeah, I got a job. I'm working at a horse stable. And he's like, well, when I was your age, I had two jobs. I was like, ah, crap. (laughs) (laughs) You can't win. (laughs) There's there's no winning, right? There's no way to compete with that level. (laughs) Always one up on you. Yeah, but um, and then I remember one thing that uh, my dad used to say when I was younger. So, like, when you're a young boy, like, you just do stupid stuff, right? You hit your head on stuff. You hit your elbows. You fall down. You just, you know, you get into all kind of stuff. And I remember my dad used to say... You got to be tough if you're going to be dumb. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's smart. That's a good really one. Good. That's, also that's funny. a good one. He just said, you got to be tough if you're going to be dumb. So if I did something like stupid when I ran into something or whatever, he's like, well, you got to be tough if you're going to be dumb. Like, yep, that's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the two things that stuck with me. 
Nice. Um, Ash Ingram, she actually had three random questions for us. Uh, first of all, guys, what side of the bed do you sleep on? It's a good question. Now, here's what I run into. When you say what side of the bed, it's the same problem I have with right field and left field in baseball. I'm like, is it right <laughs> field as in I'm looking at it from home plate and it's right? Yes. Or it's from the back fence and I'm looking and it's right field. Like, I have the same so problem with the bed. If you're, for the laying same, down, yeah. if you're laying down, are you, are you on the left or are you on the okay. right? Okay. Gotcha. That's the way I look at it. So the will, answer is yes. I will start. I will start us off here <laughs> with that confusing yes from Lucas. <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> so I always slept on the left side of the bed when I was married, and the weird thing is, is after I got divorced, I kept sleeping on the left side of the bed just because it was like a very normal thing. Yeah. And it was only till maybe like six months after that where I like I was like you know what. I'm sleeping dead in the center of this bed. So now I sleep right in the center of like a king-size bed. So your answer is yes. Luxurious. Ah, nice. yes. Yeah. I'm everywhere. That's you my answer. <laughs> I, I also sleep on the left side of the bed. Uh, I think for the first six months of my marriage, uh, I slept on the right side of the bed while Mindy was on the left. And then just one day we were like, this doesn't feel right. And we switched sides and we were just like, yes, this is right. And everything so made she sense. she sleeps on the right and I'm on the left. So you Goldilocks. We used it. to actually okay. switch if we went like out of town and stayed in like a hotel or whatever. If she like one day she laid on my, my ex-wife laid on the opposite side of the bed and I was like, "What? Like what are you what doing? Are you, what are you doing, you weirdo?" And she's like, "Well, I don't want to sleep closest to the door." I was like, "What does that have to do with anything?" She's like, "Well, somebody breaks in." And I'm like, "Ah, what? I mean, I I was like, you know, honestly, like somebody breaks in, like there's a better chance like if I'm not getting attacked and wake up." Then I could subdue this criminal. You could at least be a distraction. I said, if I get killed, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble as a team. You need to be taken first. <laughs> True love. Oh, goodness. So I I sleep on the right side of the bed, um, and which is kind of weird because I'm left-handed. I do everything with, like, the left hand and the left side and everything. You sleep with your left hand? Yes. <laughs> nice. And my right hand. Take some skill. You're, amb- you're ambidextrous <laughs> when you sleep. You're sleep amphibious. <laughs> you're amphibious? I have to go to bed wet, covered in water, or I can't sleep. What are you sleep. talking about? <laughs> Hi-ho, dear. Just let me sleep or I want to sleep. I- um... <laughs> No, I mean, like, for a while I used to, did I sleep on the left? No, no, actually, I, pretty much the whole time I slept on the right side, um, which is weird because everything else I do on the left side. Did you just have a conversation uh, with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, actually. Did you enjoy it? Yep, yep. Okay, cool. The whole show. Um, did you go to Vegas? <laughs> You should be a resident. The next artist in residence. You should do your residency at Vegas. The resident. <laughs> you should be a artist, a painting doctor. I hate you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wouldn't be a podcast of Market Davis. <laughs> oh man, I love hate you guys. Um, no, but yeah, I basically sleep on the right side, which took me some time to get used to, but I'm I'm pretty much good with it now. 
Patrick? Uh, well, it was. Uh, I was trying to think about this, and I right now I sleep on the left side, but I used to sleep on the right side, and I'm thinking like, why did we do that? And it it dawned on me that we had a conversation where, um, when we when we first had remodeled our master bedroom, um, our bed was in a, in a certain position, and there was more room on one side of the bed. And when we had Claire, uh, our bassinet was right there. So she slept on the left side and I slept on the right. And then when we had rearranged everything in our bedroom, we put our bed into a different position. And then there was more room on the right side. So when Clark was born, the bassinet was on that side. So we had switched and it didn't feel wrong. It didn't feel weird. Uh, it just felt felt natural so she was always closest to the door um so yeah i mean practical it's weird yeah what would you say to someone if they said that they switch sides every night would you think they're a serial killer a crazy person oh, crazy. that's the kind of person to mix m&ms and skittles <laughs> yeah i think you're right oh you can't trust that people no shifty they're living on the edge so both edges. So the second question from Ash actually, uh, Mark spoiled. Way to go! Are you left-handed or right-handed? Mark is left-handed. Dang it! How was I supposed to know that? Come on! You now. should have known. I am right-handed because I am a normal person. I am. So both. you think? <laughs> so I I uh, I both. do a lot of things. I uh, my dominant hand is my right hand, but He's amphibious. <laughs> I'm 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 near amphibious. And, uh, so, but when I, if I'm like swinging, um, like a baseball bat or golf club, you know, I swing left-handed, um, I can bowl with my right hand. I can bowl with my left hand. So I do, I do things, um, backwards, I guess, uh, as, as a dominant right-hander, uh, but I can do both. Nice. Are there things that you do specifically like left-handed that you just like learned that way? Or do you do mostly everything right-handed, but you can do things left-handed? I can do things left-handed, and and like uh, when I was, I had two older brothers. They were both right-handed, and my dad was left-handed. So I think I kind of learned from both of them, and I found out what was natural to me, and then I just took that. So I am dominantly right-handed. Uh, the one thing that I do left-handed actually is eat. Um, if yep. I have like a fork and a knife, I actually like to have the knife in my right hand. And the fork in my left hand. I do the same thing. Me too. I just, I, yeah, I feel like it's like with that. People are always like, "Aren't you right-handed?" And it's like, "Yeah, but I mean, you don't really need that much like coordination to use your fork. You just like it's more important to have the knife yeah, in the just right hand. Hold it there. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I, yeah. I can do most things like left-handed. Like if I'm playing volleyball, um, I can hit with both hands. I'm obviously, not as good like with my left hand, but um, yeah, and I can also kick with both feet myself. And kick myself with both feet, apparently. Good job, Impressive. little buddy. There's that. Yeah, I, I did post that on uh, Discord, by the way, so everybody can yeah, see. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I'm embarrassingly, like, dominantly right-handed. Like, my left hand is almost useless. I think the only thing I do with my left hand is drive. Uh, because I have stick shift. Uh, automatic cars are much more expensive here in Brazil. So, I have a stick shift. So, obviously, I'm changing the gears with my right hand and then using keeping the steering wheel steady with my left hand uh but i don't know it, if you guys are so dominant with one hand that it, have you guys tried to do things like brush your teeth with another hand like i feel like an absolute idiot when i try to brush my teeth with my left hand 
because I'm like shoving the toothbrush up my nose or missing my mouth. Like when I'm doing it, it's embarrassing. Uh, I don't do it very often, but every now and again, I'm like, hey, I want to be an idiot. So I'm going to do this. And I do. I I feel like if something happened like to my right hand, if I like broke my right hand or something like that, I almost feel like I could not miss much of a beat and I could do almost everything with my left hand. The one thing that I feel like would be really difficult, like brushing teeth, like I definitely could brush my teeth with my left hand, but going to the bathroom, specifically number two, different story. Mm. You, ever tried to, you ever tried to wipe with your left hand? Impossible. I try to, I try to wipe with toilet paper. <laughs> Impossible. I, uh, I separated my shoulder in a skiing accident uh, five, seven years ago, and... Uh, yeah, it was impossible. Was that during the bear attack? <laughs> the barbed wire wrapped. <laughs> or no, the bear wrapped in barbed wire. No, that Thanks. was my neck. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was weird. So, yeah, I as I apparently spoiled earlier, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm left-handed. Definitely left-handed. Although, living in a vastly right-handed world, I have had to learn to adapt. Um to using you know certain things with my right hand um you know scissors and and things like that you right left-handed um, i would assume yes i did so were you one of the kids um, that had like all the pencil like all over their yep. hand as they came across the page <laughs> and like curled their arm around uh, like rough, an octopus mm, yep 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 that would be rough hated it hated it um but yeah i've had to learn to do other things with my right hand like for example i play guitar right-handed Hmm. Um, I was, I was strongly encouraged when I started learning, learning how to play guitar to learn right-handed because, um, you know, obviously left-handed guitars are not as common. Um, I mean, you can still find them and buy them and stuff, but it's just much more common to get a right-handed guitar. So, um, I, I learned that way. Um, when you say strongly, but, do you mean like somebody tied your right or your left hand behind your back and made you play right-handed? <laughs> that's a negative no 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 they're just like you you definitely want to learn right-handed now when you say right-handed guitar that means you strum with your right hand right strum with the right Right fret with the left yeah i met a guy in brazil that played right-handed guitars left-handed so he played it all inverted so it was all upside down weird oh so weird it was so weird to watch mark i feel like with a guitar so i like I think about two years ago, like I, I got a guitar as a gift because it's something that I always wanted to try is like to start like learning how to play the guitar. And I almost feel like with your dominant hand, it would be easier to fret with. I don't, is that yeah, not a thing? That's what I would it, think it seems like strumming actually would be the easier. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like I learned, like I learned how to play like I don't. And when I say I learned how to play, I mean, I barely know how to play anything. I know a few chords. That's about it. Um, but it would be, I feel like it, it would almost make more sense to fret with your dominant hand. It, the, both sides has have its pros and cons. Like, you know, if you think about it, yeah, you'd be able to fret better and, and go down up and down the neck better with your dominant hand. At the same time, you could, you know, if you were playing, if you were strumming with your dominant hand, you could be doing faster rhythms and stuff like that um, because you have more coordination. Um, but yeah, um, all I know is I was just strongly encouraged to it's like, man, you need to, you should learn right-handed. I was like, okay. Mm. So I did. Um, but yeah, the vast majority of things that I do, you know, I'm left-handed, most definitely left-handed. And 
I was always told that, like, you know, we're the only people that are in our right mind because people who use the left side, you know, left hand and stuff, they do that with their right side of their brain. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so you <laughs> wipe with your left hand is what you're saying? Yes. Got it. But wow. I tend I tend to it try to wipe with toilet paper, not my left hand. <laughs> I thought it was impossible until just now. Yep. Now you know. <laughs> not impossible. Ash Ingram's last question. Do you prefer savory food or sweet food? Sweet. Mm. Dude. S- savory. Uh, I would... I would gladly have a second steak over. Yeah, cake. when I th- when I hear savory, I think of steak too. I yeah. would definitely say savory. Mm. Well, when you bring steak into it, dang. Hmm. Yeah. Are you talking like a steak, steak or a cupcake? Is that pretty much what we're going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, ice cream, desserts, or dinner. See, I'm not big on desserts. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I'm gonna go with sweet food too. I like, I mean, I like both, but I know you have to choose one, so I'm going to go so with like, sweet. So it's funny, even like um, like at a Christmas or like Thanksgiving dinner, like they have like all the pies and stuff and like all the cupcakes and all the extra like desserts and stuff. Like I will go back and eat like the actual meal rather than go to dessert. Like I just, yeah, I'm not big on dessert. Like I would rather have like the actual food. Right there with you. Yeah, I think for me though, like I, I either have to have savory and sweet or just sweet. Like when I have those Thanksgiving meals, I always have to have uh, cranberry sauce, uh, sweet potatoes, all those good things. So uh, I would say a hard both sweet gross. food. Sweet food. What's both gross? Sweet potatoes and cranberry sauce. Your face is gross. I honestly. <laughs> I know that came from the heart, and I appreciate it, but those foods are terrible. You are wrong. By the way, hashtag low-hanging fruit much? Uh, <laughs> no, man. Cranberry sauce out of the can when it does that inverted. Oh, man. It's so the gross. best. It's the best. <laughs> that is so gross. I love, it is I, I love canned <laughs> cranberry sauce. <laughs> Manufactured crap. Yeah, I will you say. Just, you I slice say it, and it just melts in your mouth perfection that's so bad i will say with the throw sweet potatoes, yeah. like i absolutely hated sweet potatoes when i was a kid and i can tolerate them now um but just now we'll, not i will say I would, like the yams place. yeah like the thanksgiving sweet potatoes that are like soggy and amphibious because they're so wet <laughs> i'm not a fan but a sweet baked potato with brown sugar and butter i mean come on see i don't like brown sugar on anything you know what? Like if you got to put brown sugar like on an actual meal Banned. item, it's not really Patrick, a meal item. Patrick, I'm I'm going on Discord. I'm banning Ronnie J. He's not going to. Wait a minute. Don't <laughs> no I have one's the authority to ban people He's not also? Gonna, no, you don't have any authority. No, you don't. You guys I'm just the told captain me that at the now. Right? I didn't run I, I didn't think I actually had any power. Do you know what Discord is? It's a snack that goes <laughs> after the cranberry sauce usually. Uh, it's the opposite of Datcord. <laughs> it's discord hey. hey all right last random thought from vp bonnerby butters again he said sing that song stuck in your head that you hate but can't shake it off shake it off no don't <laughs> do that to me <laughs> uh, i stay up too late oh we actually have to sing a song here yeah you have to yeah. sing the song mm, let's see what's which one have i listened to the most recently so we have a guy at work. Now, granted, these guys are like rough and tough, kind of like, you know, mechanics. 
your stereotypical guys. And just to be an idiot, the guy likes to blast Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus and all that kind of crap. And so he plays freaking Party in the USA. Put your hands up to play my song. Oh my gosh. You sound just like them. Well, it's not not too hard to be Miley Cyrus' voice. That is correct. It's like cranberry sauce in your ears, right, Ronnie? Yeah. <laughs> Gloop. It's cranberry sauce anywhere. That's bad. <laughs> I want it on my table. So says you. I'd lick it off your table. Mm. Yum. If if you're describing any sort of food as amphibious, you not need to all. not touch that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, who's singing first? I think Mark well, I did, did. just did. Who's singing yep. second? I love you. Oh, gosh. gosh you no. You love me. <laughs> you just gave us PTSD. Barney just crapped his pants if he had pants on. I am uh, I'm definitely not a singer, but I have been listening to Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews Band on repeat for like two days. So. Do you hate it? No, I love it. No, well, this is a song that you hate that gets stuck in your head, so... It's like if mm. cranberry sauce had a song. What if you weren't listening when you read the question? Then <laughs> I would be you. And I would sound like, I don't know what I would sound like. I would just sound like, because I wouldn't be able to hear myself. So I would sound funny. I love all music. What, what just happened? Ronnie's breaking the rules. Ronnie, again. have you ever listened to The Wiggles? No. No, you just brought a song into my head that I yes. didn't want to. Sing it for me, though. Um, toot toot chug a chug a big red car. What was the song that you kept sending me repeatedly? What's that? You kept sending me a song, uh, a video, and I can't remember. Uh, some avocado song. This was like a few few years ago. (laughs) Guac. Yes, that was it. Guacamole. Peel the bun. Peel the banana. Peel the banana. banana. No, the freaking Wiggles song that I always get stuck in my head is Hot Potato, Hot Potato, Hot Potato, Hot Potato, 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 Potato. Yummy, yummy. Do the Wiggles only <laughs> sing about food? Is that uh how that works? Well, I mean, they are a children's singing. I know, group, but so. children shows have lots of variety. They don't just sing about food. Oh no, they they sing other stuff. But wait a minute, the Wiggles are just a band. They don't have like a show or anything. How do kids even hear about them? Yeah, they have a yeah, show. Yeah, it's a show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're they're all like very catchy tunes. Like my daughter was into the Wiggles when she was young and I'm at work and I'm singing it in my head and I'm like, "Man, get out of my head." Get out of my head. And I'm also Wiggles. thinking these guys are geniuses. Your <laughs> worm get it out. Yeah. I would say in general kids TV shows, the theme songs uh Anytime I get those stuck in my head, it gets real annoying real fast. Like, uh, there, there, actually, there was, uh, I don't, you, Paw Patrol is one. And Patrick, you mentioned that a while ago. Paw Patrol. Yourselves. Paw Patrol. Now, here's what's funny. there on the double. Is I, I learned about Paw Patrol when I was living in Brazil. Well, I'm still living in Brazil. Uh, while living in Brazil, and I only heard it in Portuguese. 
So I would get the Portuguese song stuck in my head, but I didn't understand the words. So it was it would go like this: Patrulha canina, patrulha canina, inta blab blab blue, ita bab dub, da ba bam dan, fama chibi chaba tapa, and it just like yeah, I would just get the tune stuck in my head, but I can't even like have the satisfaction of actually singing the song because I I have no idea what like I had no idea what they were saying. I still don't have any idea what they're saying, but yeah, kids' music in general. And then I would say boy band songs from the 90s that just randomly get stuck in my head, whether it's, it's gonna be me. <laughs> uh, you are my fire, my one, the one desire. desire. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are. You are. You go ahead. Don't want to hear you. Now we chose wrong doing a podcast. We should have definitely done music. Yeah, we should. <laughs> there you go. Barnaby Butters, you're not getting any more music from us. <clears throat> well, well, you are getting a little bit from me. But So, yeah. you guys ready to uh, share your topics? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> Folks, I hope you enjoyed part one of randomness. <laughs> part two of randomness. This is more no of a question for next week. Sorry. Was, sorry. So, next week... We will actually bring our topics. So, Ronnie, you get a second chance because I'm sure you had a piece of paper with two words on it. Maybe three. You go ahead. And they were were go ahead. You go ahead. (laughs) Every episode's improv for me. Yeah, it is. So, uh, we are going to continue our randomness next week, but I want to thank all those who contributed and gave us lots of topics to talk about and discuss to laugh about and to make fun of each other about. Uh, before we wrap things up, was there any random music you wanted to share? Marky Mark, Marcy B, Shug, Swedish, oh. Billy Mays, Hayes? Stop, just, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about this wonderful product we have. It's very tasty. <laughs> Hello, I am Billy Mays, going to talk to you about OxyClean. Mark so fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm all up in your ear here. Um, Will you please do it in the Billy Mays voice? This whole recommendation. Let's totally change it. I would up. not be able to keep. I would not be able to keep a straight face trying to do that. That's right. Nobody's looking at your face. Yeah, nobody's. We're not looking. Okay. So the first song is a song called "Brand New" from a from a guy by the name of Ben Rector. Um, he's really, really talented acoustic singer songwriter. Um, the second song is from a guy by the name of Niall Horan, who was now, when I tell you this, just go with me for a moment. He was in one direction. Um, but he's actually a really talented singer and he's great on acoustic guitar and electric guitar too. Um, but he has a song called on the loose, um, let me ask you this question. If you're good on the acoustic guitar, aren't you also kind of good on the electric guitar? Or is that completely different? It's not completely different. There are things that certainly translate over in terms of basic guitar playing. But in terms of like, and I've been honestly struggling with this a little bit because I play so much acoustic guitar. And I recently, like within the past like five, six months, bought an electric guitar. And it's like, a completely different experience for me because I'm having to play like uh, and and sort of 
fret my um, put my fingers on the frets in like a different way or do it lighter because um, you have to be careful to not bend the strings too much mm. on an electric guitar because otherwise you you don't get a clear clean <clears throat> tone um and then of course you know on electric guitar there's all sorts of pedal effects and things like that um and just looking for a particular tone whereas you know on acoustic guitar it's one particular tone um if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh now, second so question. yeah how have you not played on this show before he has. He played Jesus Loves Me. It's true, I did. That's the episode that I was not on? Yes. Mm. Dang it. We'll go back and listen you to that podcast. Next week, the episode. Next week. Here we go. That's his topic. He's just going to play the guitar and take, yes. take uh, requests. I like this. He'll play whatever we ask him to. I have a third song here. Miley Cyrus, Part in the USA. Absolutely Please not. sing it again. Um, sing it for us. Go. Put your hands up to play my songs The butterflies fly away It's definitely um, not a Nashville party <laughs> um, Gosh, now I can, all I can hear is We scrambled them I'm just going to throw it out there on. That's a great song I don't care what you guys say Well, I do care what I say And I say that song is awful um, But anyway so the third song on the list is uh, is the song Leave a Message from, he's an independent artist named uh, Matt Harkey. He doesn't have a whole lot of stuff out there, but um, I really enjoy this song and I hope you do too. So those are the songs I'm adding to the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist. As you always, you can find it on Spotify and uh, iTunes as well. Thank you, Bernabe. Mm-hmm. That is it for me. I All will right. throw out one thing, Mark. Do so it. Miley Throw Cyrus it. did this tour that's called Happy Hippie. And it was a tour, uh, from my understanding, that she did for like basically no cost for like underprivileged, like basically underprivileged people. And um, she got a bunch of like uh, a bunch of like famous people uh, basically to come and sing with her. And she did this song with Joan Jett. And I think the song is called Different or it's Because I'm Different. Um, and it's really good. You should check it out. I found it on YouTube, okay. so I don't think it's on Spotify anywhere. I'll have to stomach it and say, hey, this is a Joan Jett song because I can't stand Miley Cyrus's it's voice. Pretty, but... It's pretty good, and it doesn't sound like her normal voice. She uh, she sings like deeper, more gravelly kind of rock. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I expect a full report next week. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He can comment on that and give a report. You can comment and report on... Superman the movie, maybe. Or maybe not. What's that? <laughs> it's the movie What's that for Superman? the twenty ninth week in a row you have uh not watched. Man, has it been twenty nine weeks? Yes, yeah, sir. It's rough. I planned mm-hmm. on watching it at the beginning, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you didn't. But pretty shortly, really after like one week, I I bailed. You did. One of these days you though, indeed. it's gonna happen. Yeah. Honestly, when I do watch that it, you guys are never gonna believe it. That is You're correct. gonna think that I just read the whole story online or something. You have like 240 days or so, so it's no rush. Exactly right. Well, that is all for this random morning. Brought to you by our very own community members on the Discord and listeners. Feel free to take a New York minute and leave us a positive but honest review and rating on iTunes if you have a couple minutes to spare. We have stalled out at about 17 reviews, but I have a good feeling about this coming week. 
We only need three more ratings or reviews for Ronnie to do something crazy. So let your voice be heard. I want to add to that, Lucas, that I have a friend that uh, listens to our show. His name's Trevor. Hi, Trevor, by the way. Hi, Trevor. And I'm pretty sure he's waiting for us to get to 19 so that he can put in the 20th one. Yeah. So we really just need two more ratings, and then Trevor is going to close it out for the 20th review. And then Ronnie's going to go crazy. Super crazy. Uh, Also, if you'd like to join us on future episodes or connect with our community but are not sure how to do so, check out the show notes that have all of our info on our Discord server. It is free and a fun way to connect directly with us and the community. But if Twitter is more your thang, then our handle is at the GMG podcast. Or if you're feeling super adventurous, you can even call us at what number, Patrick? Uh, What? Close enough. That is 929-GMG-GUYS. Call in, leave a message, ask a question, and you can join us on the show. Beyond that, talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we do part two of our randomness uh, discussion and all bring our own topic, and it will be good times. All righty then. Patrick, Mark, Ronnie J, and our friends and family and listeners, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as we live, work, and game. Um, I'm not recording. Fantastic. Also with us. Might have to do it all over again. This is for real. I'm not recording. All right. But let's carry on anyways. Are you serious you're not recording? No, I'm not serious. I'm recording. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Right now, all I can see is Patrick holding his lip. Yeah, he's got a frozen picture. (laughs) Let me take a screenshot of this. Screenshot. Ah, daggone it. Did I get it in time? I don't think I did. Jumped way too fast. You got me, Ah, though. I got got. And he's back. Could be frozen, but I'm not sure. Nope. Nope. No, you're you're not frozen. I am working. Oh, geez. This is a train wreck already. Edit it all out. It's very much a train wreck. Edit. So, am I going into Ronnie's intro, and you're going to just splice it around, or are we really going to keep this beginning of mm, a beautifulness? I think it's been fantastic so far. Sure, I'll edit this. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) He's not editing it. (laughs) Not one bit.